Earth 2020. Society is in ruins and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they be. This is their story. The story of the side quest. Hello and welcome back to the side quest podcast. My name is Matt. I'm BJ. I'm Luke. I was going to see how long the silence was going to go. Like I was like, usually I'm the one who jumps in. But well, like, I didn't know y'all. Sometimes it's fun to catch you off guard and have somebody say something funny. Well, I didn't notice that it was recording yet, but we also weren't talking yet. That's so. true. <sighs> How old boys been? Dude, it, it's a good... It's been great. been it great. Was, last time we, we all hung out, we, the last recording was super early. You know, it was no, earlier than normal. And then we had had a, had a party. A big old party. Yeah, it was, it was a good great. time. But it was like two parties because you guys stayed inside most of the time. Well, I knew, fine. I, I knew just... Taylor wasn't going to want to interact yeah. with all these new people, so I was like, okay, let's all just kind of build a shield around Taylor. For and sure. she left early, and then everybody kind of started to mix together. Yeah. yeah. We got to hang out with Nate. Yeah. I'd was... love to have him on next I, week. I full, I full, like, ditched Joey and BJ in their in the game we were playing, which, which admittedly, very fun game. It felt like Dice yeah, he fucking thing. had to bring up Superman, and then I Luke did. fully stood up and left. Yeah, like, I got out of the chair and was like, all right, yeah, cool, I'm out. Yeah, so we started talking about comics, which, like I like I told Nate, and Nate is all on board, if we have Nate on this podcast, y'all aren't getting a fucking word in. That's fine. Yeah. It's just going to be fine. me and Nate yelling about comics, well, and y'all he, just going to be he, like... The other thing that oh, apparently okay. he's passionate about these days... It's fucking Kaiju. Gojira. Yeah, Gojira, uh, which would be awesome if he like did a kind of like a, a presentation PowerPoint for us. And then that got me thinking: Is I I should practice for when I when we have do to your do your Gundam the, one? Yeah, to, when I have to do my panel at MTAC, Intro to Gunpla, um, and then we could even do it Intro to Gunpla. Also, here's a history of Gundam. You know, I I, I want to do one. I think BJ will probably do one for either Near or Kingdom Hearts, and then I'm going to do one for just Final Fantasy from Get to Now. So. We haven't done one of those episodes? Well, like like a full-on, like... Because you did your Final Fantasy episode when I was gone. Well, we did one for 7 Remake. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's the one 16 ep- plus other games. Yeah. That's right. And that's, that is a side game, not a main title. Even though it's, it has the budget of a main series Wait, title. Wait, 7 Remake? 7 Remake is technically a side game. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I signed up for the beta for Ever Crisis. I did too. I didn't get it. And I'm mad. Well, apparently it hasn't really it's actually started yet. Okay, it's another remake of Final Fantasy VII, but for mobile phones. What? But it's a true-to-form remake, unlike Seven Remake, which is like a meta remake slash sequel to the original, whereas Ever Crisis is literally just... It's Seven again. Seven but, Remake is not like the same story, but nope. with new game mechanics or something? Nope. It is, it's the same story, but the villain... Same, stor- same story beats... Same story beats, but the main villain has full understanding of what happened the past uh, time, as well as in the movie sequel. So, yeah. It's, it's a like fucking, an Evangelion cycle yeah, kind of thing. It's oh. some fucking wild meta shit. 
It's great. I love it. That's interesting. To the point where they they full on retcon Crisis Core, which is one of my favorite games, and that that still blew me. Like, Dude, speaking of broke my mind. Rec- well, not really retconning, but we uh, we saw the Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. And they kind let's, of retcon. Let's, let's jam on that first. The second. only the only thing that I know about the Indiana Jones five movie is that they didn't just retcon. They just straight were like, "Yeah, Shia LaBeouf's character is fucking dead, so we don't have to mention him." That, or bring yeah, him that is that is my least favorite part of that movie. They yeah. just mention that he's dead in passing. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. It's <laughs> from what bullshit. from what I can gather, this movie is better than the fourth one. Disagree. And, and then not as good as the third, the first three. I I I've been thinking a lot about it. And I actually think, I think that the Christmas Skull, it just, it sucks when a movie has a terrible ending. Because that almost sours the whole movie. Because this one, I will say, had a decent ending. It did. But I, I actually think I like Crystal Skulls, Skulls more. It felt more Indiana Jones, even if it was, you know, a little bit offbeat. My biggest problem with this, and will continue to be my biggest problem with it forever is that the opening flashback segment should have been the whole movie. Was better than the movie. Yes, 100%. And the, so they... They, they uh, digitally de-aged uh, Harrison Ford, and it looks you amazing. You can tell that it was his voice with probably some AI de-aging, but definitely you could tell that that was his old man voice. Yeah. Uh, especially since literally after when we got back, I watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I wonder I wonder how much of it was like what they did with Luke Skywalker and Mando, where it's like they had both the actors so they could get, here's where Harrison, like Harrison, you are on, well, so they have him on no. set to do the thing, no. and then new actor comes in to do the exact Because there, there's if way more like action. strenuous action, action. in so that maybe opening for bit. like shots where he's like where he's just like sitting there or like driving something i feel like that just to bring him in for a day of shoots where the majority of that sequence is going to be they wouldn't do that with harry they would be like all right we're just gonna do complete face replacement and then you just have to be in a booth to read lines but Um, that scene versus the rest of the movie like that whole opening bit versus everything else made me feel like adventure was dead yeah yeah it's true and then this girl it's funny because, like, based on what I've seen, like, what I've seen of this movie, and because I hate the fourth Indiana Jones, but I just don't like it at all. Nothing about it. Yeah. Like, the fact that Uncharted, which is like the movie, I still found myself more enjoy more enjoyable than the fourth Indiana Jones movie, and from what I hear, seems more enjoyable than this Indiana Jones movie. It's funny. It's ironically funny to me that it, it, the thing that was well, like, inspired by Indy was like better. <laughs> I'm still just holding out hope that the game is like the best thing we've had since the first trilogy. It, it yeah, I agree. The, and then there's this new girl who honestly sucked, and and people would be like, Matt, it's because she's a girl. False. No, it's because she didn't evolve as a character. She didn't at, at all. <laughs> we like in it there. Uh, so she is spoilers, I guess. She's the grand the sorry not grand the godchild of Indiana Jones. So one of his like. You know, like friends or people that he did some adventures with. That was like also like a uh, you know an archaeologist. Yeah, it was another archaeology professor. Uh, You know, so you know, so then he that was his granddaughter. He's he died. He hasn't seen her for like fourteen years. And then in it, she's like, she's just like this. And I get in the beginning, but it's it goes back and forth where she's like, yeah, I memorized all of my dad's notes, and he's like, you don't do that if you don't care, which is true. But then, and then she follows through and steals the artifact and goes to sell it and is in the process of selling it. 
And even when he comes and he's like, hey, you need to stop this, she's still trying to continue the auction. It doesn't help. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then literally until the very end where at the very end she kind of like turns back to help him. But it's not one that feels like really emotionally driven. It's like, oh, he's there all by himself. He's probably going to die. That's not great. Yeah. It's not like not something that's super emotional where like you know like during the rest of the movie they're building trust with each other and building a relationship up again because you know her dad's dead and he's alive and he's his goddaughter you know it's like it's not like wow like you you know you're the dad i need right now it has nothing to do that because she doesn't need anybody you know except for the little kid that she stole essentially and so yeah she, that's another thing she kind of just like steals a child yeah and thinks that that her she can parent him yeah like it's it's not like he was this orphan and he he just was lost in the alleyway it seems like he was do he was being like an aladdin type kid you know like stealing and stuff like that and he he tried to steal something and they've been interconnected ever since but it yeah and so up until the very end where she's like indy indy you have to you I, you have to be here and she doesn't even say like i need you which would have been like the thing to say which would have been like the character development like oh like i need you in my life like nothing that wasn't even said she's like i'm sorry and then knocks him out and then like takes him uh i, I won't spoil the the whole movie but it has some stuff to do with time and stuff like that and Anyway, there's just no character development for her. And I, th- I guess for me, like, because I, I was saying, like, you know, I heard people said it was bad, and I was, like, more so upset. Not because I'm, like, I thought the movie was going to be good. Just that, like, damn, we couldn't have just left Indiana Jones alone. Dude, you know what I mean? I'm going to say it, and, you know, like, I don't care. But fuck Kathleen Kennedy, dude. She has to ruin another IP. This isn't hers. She, this, she, she, yes. was, she was involved, and then... Dipped because heavily involved. Heavily involved. Harrison, Harrison involved, Ford though. was more involved than her, apparently. Sure, but but I'm saying she still was involved, even with the writing. Like I did like it more than I liked the new Star Wars trilogy, though. I agree. I mean, the ending was like there was some heartfeltness, like. But that also falls flat for me because it's like, oh, our son is dead, but we're gonna just move past. <laughs> well, that. It's, because the movie goes like this up. And then down, and then the fact that it at the very end it came up to be like par, that to me I was at least happy that we ended on a, on a, a on a decent note. But that doesn't mean it, it. I mean, it should have been like you know, in movies, it's all it, you're, the more you watch it, the more you like it. Yeah, and it wasn't at all like that. So yeah, it was it was a tonal nightmare. Um, but I'll it be, was fun going to the movies. I yeah, I, I had a great time. Um, they were. How were those seats really up front? They were nice. It was like a little couch. But uh, it, I, I went with my dad, and then I was like, hey, Matt and Carmen, you guys want to go see Indiana Jones? Because Matt's been talking about it. And they were like, yeah, what time do you want to go? And I was like, I don't know. My dad hasn't told me yet. And then I woke up around like 2 the next day. And then the I was like, day. also like, hey, find out what <laughs> seat you're in. <laughs> Yeah, and then we were in like the the handicapped row with nobody else. <clears throat> but yeah, I had a I had a good time going. And then last night I watched what I will say is the best TV to ever exist. I finished The Bear season 2. That's really your more than Severance? More than Severance. Like just the the level of acting in this fucking show. It's really good. Is insane isn't it awesome to also awesome to see because i was super stoked about andor because i watched the bear before andor and i was like oh dude 
that's that's his cousin who's a piece of shit. Yep. And then, I mean, at the end of it, you you know you fall you you know you fall for the cousin because yeah. you know in this, he's in this show everyone he's has by own, far my favorite character. Everyone has their own Richie. personal baggage and and like and, and when dealing with grief, people don't act rationally. Yeah. Um. But. It was it was fun to then in Andor see him again as well. But as a total piece of shit. As a total where you're like, piece yeah, of fuck shit. that guy. I hope yeah. he dies. Oh, in, I'm in, so glad. In Andor, he, you're like, oh, you poor thing. Even like, this sucks. even BJ was like, shoot hit that, which was the same reaction. I, I yelled. <laughs> I yelled, shoot him, and then he did it, and I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, that was so good. He just. I love I love how after we watched. The first two episodes of Iron Blood. It's now just a term of like, shoot the fucker. Mikazuki that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Mikazuki him. But in in season two, there's three episodes that I think are standouts for me. The one where Richie goes and stages at that really high class restaurant. Um and I, I haven't seen season two, so don't spoil too much, but Honorable mention to the one where they send Marcus to Denmark to learn more about desserts and the guy from Little Hope is the one that teaches him. Oh, Will Poulter? Yeah. Hell yeah, covered in tattoos. Yeah, he he looks that's so the, fucking cool. That's the only thing that I know is because he's already big too from doing Guardians. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's a great. Yeah. So I, the only thing I know about the Bear season two was uh, some TikTok movie reviewer that I follow, and sh- and for like three days, it was it w- women were just yeah, were like like I already thought Will Poulter was hot for Guardians, and now he like yeah, he's it was, hotter. It, it was the hottest he's ever been in the Bear. It was it was literally like this girl peak, was like like Poulter. flustered of just like holy fuck at, at his scene. He's just like cutting shit, and like you just see tattoos and whatnot. But like it's it's not just that; it's his character like teaching Marcus how to do things. He's like stern with him, but he's still very understanding. And he tells him this story about how he worked at this restaurant and it was the best in the world and he'd never been like challenged in his skill. But there was one guy there that like was clearly better than him and that really pissed him off. And he was like, I just had to keep up with him and that's what keeps me going. And then later on in the Richie episode, he walks past the wall and he sees a picture of Will Poulter and Carmi standing next to each other. And you realize it's fucking Carmi. Yeah. And I just. It's like one of those kind of. It feels like an anime where like Carmi is the main. I mean, he obviously is, but it's like Carmi. He's like he's, fucking Goku. Yeah, yeah. He's like every main character in a in a shonen movie, like you know, anime where they're like you know the 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 goat, you know, the goat, like the most powerful person in the universe that's doing some average sh- shit. But it's, yeah, it's so good. The the Richie episode was one of my favorites because I I really feel connected to Richie. <coughs> And then the next one that really fucking blew me away was the Christmas episode, which has insane casting. John Mulaney's in that. Um, what's her name for American Horror Story? I don't know her name. I don't know. Um, fuck, I can't remember any of these names right now. Uh, Better Call Saul is in it. Saul Goodman. Yeah. They actually have... <laughs> Better Call Saul is in it. The whole cast. Every one of them. They, they have... Uh, it's a flashback episode, so Michael's actually there for the whole thing. Who's and then, played by uh, the Punisher? Yes, there's a missing person, 83 year old Steve Esslinger. <laughs> y- y'all get this just in. <laughs> yeah, so everybody keep an eye out for Steve. And then blue Jamie, shirt, blue jeans, black suspenders, slip on tennis shoes, five eight. 
160 pounds, gray hair. So he's got dementia. Oh, no, that's yeah. so sad. Yeah. <laughs> I kept on reading. Well, that's the thing. I read it, and I was like, I'm not going to joke about it. And I put my phone oh. back down. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm going to stop. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is the mom. And that episode is just so... Like, I, I texted you guys, and I was like, this episode is like smacking my family trauma in the face with a shovel right now. It hits so hard. But the last episode of this season, where Carmi gets locked in the fridge because the handle falls off... I was crying like the whole thing, and at one point I made a sound that I will now replicate for you. It was something like <gasps> <laughs> that hard. It was a disgusting sob, and You're I'm so glad nobody damn. else was awake. I'm what really glad that? I didn't take you up on your offer to watch this with you, because you would have seen the worst of me. I don't know. I was bawling so hard during Billy Elliot. That's true, dude. Oh, dude, that movie tears me apart. Tears me apart. Just about a young boy in ireland and his dad's like a coal miner and a boxer and so he wants his his youngest son he has two sons his youngest son to you know be a boxer and yeah. he's working in the coal mines and then the coal miners are on strike and you know he's trying to go on strike but he can't support his son but then his son who is taught by mrs granger no not granger uh hermione no the other one. The Weasley. other one. Mrs. Weasley. Oh, Mrs. Weasley. And she teaches ballet, and so he wants to learn ballet. And then his best friend's, like, like gay, and but he, you know, and, and he's like, you don't, you probably won't like me because I'm gay. And he's like, no, I like, I like, I, I like girls, but I, we can still be friends. And then, then the dad, like, learns about it and is really ashamed, but then lets him do it because... Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Weasley. Mrs. Weasley is like, he's got a talent. So he goes, he applies for, like, the the top ballet school and he he they can't afford it but the only way they ha- they can afford it is if he gets doesn't strike with all of the other all of his friends and works in the coal mines literally while everyone's on strike so everyone's hating him and his son sees him on the on like the van taking them all into the coal mines he's like dad what are you doing and he gets on it's like bashing the window then he stops and gets out and then they're just sobbing he's like like he's just a boy like we have to do it for him I just get wrecked by that scene. He's just a boy. And uh, then he goes at the very end. And the very end, they go to New they get tickets to New York um or somewhere in England at this fancy, you know, place and they're getting in line and and they they sit down and his gay best friends there but like in dra- like drag and they're like, "Will, is that you?" And he's like, "Yeah." Aren't you excited? And they're like, yeah. And then it, it like they're doing the ballet, and then it shows this one guy who's like, like six foot five, like tone guy, and he's like the black, you know, he's in it's uh I think it's the Swan Lake, so he's he's the the main character, and you see him getting ready, and he like runs out and jumps, and then you just see the dad's face like gasp, and it cuts, and I'm like, oh, it's yeah, such a good Billy Elliot, watch it, it's a great movie, but I sob like. A little baby every time I see that. There's very there's very few like things in movies that get me. I don't know why. Like I tend to cry more for video games than I do movies. But the scene in the I did Patriot, we did cry together at uh Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. Yep, all three of us. <laughs> but not together. <laughs> not together. Um no but there's a scene in Patriot. I don't know why this scene always broke me, but Patriot, I was, yeah. I love that movie, but like I, it's through the whole movie, it's the daughter who like refuses to talk. 
and like won't say a word and then it's literally like the dad's finally like going off to war gets on his horse and starts riding and that's when this daughter finally like breaks her like silence and she starts crying and like dad no don't go like all this stuff and she runs to him that always got me i don't like that shit hit where i'm just like fuck god dang, oh my gosh and i start crying that scene always and then then the the scene of the son's death and mel gibson yeah. holding him speaking and like, of oh, mel gibson god. so braveheart at like one o'clock in the morning i watched it in our on our you know one home computer and uh braveheart that, also a great movie that was the first time i ever cried at a movie because it was also the first movie that like the main character died at the end and i was like I, it broke me i was that, like how i've never seen a movie where the main character dies that is that is the same reason why I love Crisis Core Final Fantasy so much. Because like before then, I hadn't seen a movie where the main character died, hadn't played a game, none of that. And then I get to the end, and I'm like, well, I mean, he's he's the, he's the hero. He's gonna survive. Nah, no, dude. And I'm like, fuck. Are there any other video games where the, at the end? Arthur Morgan. <gasps> and oh, stop. Uh, the other one. <laughs> yeah, both. <laughs> both Red both Red Deads. Both Red Deads. That's yeah. true. Both of them. Um, I forgot Red Dead Two takes place before. before yeah, because yeah. the the epilogue is you play as uh, Marston. Yeah, which is actually the again not the biggest fan of the gameplay. The story of that game is fucking phenomenal. But that epilogue where you're just doing mundane ass tasks. That's the only time in that game where the mundane shit was great because well, well, I you got needed... to go do all these things that were connected to like the yeah. choices you made. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. The again. I, I will say this again. If Red Dead 2 was just a linear story game, I probably would have liked it more because, like, the open world's fucking fun. I just... And beautiful. Yeah. But, no, that... Red Dead 2 story's great. Yeah. Um, Who else died at the end of their games? Like, main character. It, I would say... I mean, it feels sh- like Last GTA of Us. GTA 5 with an asterisk. Yeah. Well, like, Last of Us just does it, like... Because, they're, because it's to. a one-connected story, you just see the end of... Of one at the beginning of two, yeah. <laughs> so that you know that I will got- say the uh, the depending on your choices, Shepard can die in every single Mass Effect game, just oh, straight up. Oh, like is that that clip I sent you on TikTok? Can you choose Shepard? Sonic 06. No, uh, he he didn't die. What? He lived. What about Sonic no? He the died. Was and then they revived but, but, him. Yeah, but that that's not the credits roll. To character <laughs> what is what is what Sonic what? dies? Sonic because yeah, Sonic gets named- like shot in the heart. This this dude named Memphis oh, I was Tennessee talking about kills the, him. The murder when it's like Sonic. Oh, that's that's just a fun the, thing they did. Yeah, that but he dies. No, it's but yeah, it, this oh. is a mainline Sonic game that costs sixty dollars. He gets shot in the heart and dies. And, and then the only hum- thing that can bring him back woman. is zoophilia. A human woman is what gives him the ki- gives a him human a kiss. woman kisses him and he comes back to life. A human woman with a blue hedgehog. Let that sink in. That is a full there's thing. There's some rule thirty four is about. Of that. course there is. You don't know Sonic like we know Sonic, dude. There's plenty. No, but that scene, no. Uh, like Chris not... Chan knows Sonic. That yeah. that's that scene that you sent me is actually more is is fucked up because you might that's a, that's a scene you might not see, depending on a decision you make in two. That scene just might not happen in three the way you... it happens because because you that character can die in two, and just not show up in three. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, that. There's a lot of those where, like, Mass Effect 3 can be the worst game in the series, depending on who survives in 2, just because you'll go in and go, I don't know who this guy is. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, he's he's kind of, he's the new, you know, commander of this army. And you're like, wait, but this guy, oh, right, he died. Mass Effect, the new one, it better start with, like, you have to link your account to, like, a website and they, take a Well, survey. they do that with Dragon Age, where it, to do Inquisition and have all those choices matter from the first two, you have to, like, make an account with 
EA. And they'll literally let you go in and, and insert your world states from the games. And then you can fuck around with them too, because they'll be like, hey, maybe you don't have, you know, a copy of Dragon Age Origins lying around anymore. Just go pick the major decisions that you remember picking. I and do remember that, that. And I think I texted you when that happened. What? Oh, for. Uh, when I played Inquisition. Did. Because I don't remember you texting me about Inquisition. I know you said you were playing it, but I don't know if you like. Full... I think I did when we were when I was like about to play. I think I did ask you about stuff, and you're oh, like, yeah. "This doesn't really matter." Yeah, Inqu- well, Inquisition is the is like the Avengers movie of it all, where like all of your main characters from the other game show up, <laughs> except for the first character, because they didn't have a voice, and they still just won't. They refuse to actually show you the Origins main character because there's too much to go into that character being there. Uh, but then Hawk from 2 can just show up because it's like, oh, that's easy. Just pick if they were sarcastic, a dickhead, or, or justified. That's all you have to pick. And then you you can create their character in-game in Inquisition of, do you want the default or do you want to make them look how they want? Yeah. Make them. And you're like, cool. And then they can die in Inquisition or not. So, Speaking of people dying, we finished the overhaul arc. Hell yeah. Dude, BJ... Overhaul's fucking... He is really... I enjoy watching my hero because he can answer questions for me. And usually a lot of them are like, hey, what does he do? And then like I wait until... Like two minutes. Two minutes and then they go, his quirk is this. But I just... I like... Mm. It's more personal. And then I'll be, I'll be like, hey... Because he knows that there's certain things like I want to know that just help me be emotionally engaged. And then he'll tell me. But then he did this thing last time we watched, which was smart of him because he knows how much I listened to him. And he goes, dude, so many people died during this, including this person. I was like, oh, my gosh, really? So I'm waiting for this person to die, and they just don't die. And then all of a sudden, he was like, yeah, I was lying about it. So then I thought he was lying about everything and that nobody dies. And then, spoiler, Sir Nighteye dies. And I was devastated, absolutely devastated about it. It... Carmen too. She just like <laughs> her mouth was like on the floor. She was, ah! and then she was like, "BJ." It was it was a crazy arc. It was such overhaul is probably my favorite arc. Of, yeah, of it's so series. crazy. It all the shit, and then Mirio losing his powers after that. I was pissed. I was so pissed. Mirio is one of the best characters for sure. Show. Oh God, his. Oh uh, wait, did you? Is the is the. It's it's kind of fillery, but did, did you get the the scene of them doing the concert and shit or no? No, that's that's okay. a whole little arc. Okay, but that, that's that's what's th- next. That part is probably like it's it's super fillery and slice of life esque versus what until happened. you get to the very end yeah. and then it matters exponentially. But but it's a it, whole arc. Well, it's like it's, it's like, a mini arc. Yeah, it's like uh, four or five episodes, right? I think. Yeah, it's it's very short. But it, it's just it's cute, fun, and yeah, until the end. But like it's it's the perfect like cap off after all of like that shit you just. What saw. was that cute little episode that they had that we really enjoyed? The, the one that led up to the movie. It might have been. Or the one where Froppy was on the boat. Maybe. The Froppy. That I don't one know what you really liked. He, did, he just says cute, and I don't know how to. Yeah. yeah. Was Aerie part happened? of the cute one? I forget. Yeah. It was just a nice little arc of that was. Oh, oh! I know exactly what it was. It was the uh, the reporter episode. Oh yeah, that, that one, one was, was so amazing. good, and it had nothing to do with anything. Oh yeah, the reporter being like, "I know, I know this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at first, I yeah. was like, "Oh shit, this is about to change everything." <laughs> and then he goes, "No, like all might save my dad," and I he just did- wanted to make sure that the world was going to be fine without him. Yeah, yeah, it was it's so, so good. It was so sweet. Oh, I loved that episode so much. Yeah. I was like top five episodes because. It was so good, and for being one that was more 
like I guess slice of lifey compared to everything else. It was it was so sweet and I, yeah, it was a great episode. I can't wait for us to get to the point where we can watch the second movie. I was just about to ask you. So there's two movies or there's, two there's, mo- three. there's three. Three. Three total. You've watched two heroes. Heroes Rising is next, which and that is amazing. Really good. Uh, World cool. Hero Missions really good. Like full on Bakugo and Todoroki are murdering motherfuckers. I love like, it that. is great. I've been but, I was yeah, sad that in they- the in the <laughs> the fucking overhaul arc, Matt was like, I, they're all going to die. Where's Todoroki and Bakugo? I want Todoroki and Bakugo. And I was like, they can't be here because they're fucking failures. <laughs> and then I just said, I just want what I want. I want what's, All Might to be okay. <laughs> what's the, the next the next arc? Is it the, the Gentleman Thief or is that before overhaul? The Gentleman Thief is tied into the... Uh, the little festival thing. Okay, okay. Because I know um, the the next major arc is isn't it? Is it the endeavor or the villain? I think it's. I think they switched them because in the manga, one of them comes next first. up is endeavor because everybody's like, well, I guess there's not a lot going on, and then they have the talking Nomu come, and that's like the last episode of that one season. Because well, I remember, because wasn't it in the manga? Doesn't it go villain talking Nomu come? Remember, he just said come. That was the major point. I of know, but the, but the thing is, though, just, no talking no mukam. That's what you need to just leave it there. Okay. Um, in because I remember reading the manga. Didn't it just go? Leave it there. Didn't it go? Uh, villain first, <coughs> and then the Endeavor Agency arc. I don't because they, they did the villain, the mini villain arc, which was here's the villains. Then they did the Endeavor one because the Endeavor one ended with them going, oh fuck, maybe the villains. I I don't know, but it's um, all season five. I didn't realize this until we rewatched it the other day, but that scene where it goes into Kirishima's backstory and that big scary motherfucker, that's Gigantomachia. And I didn't notice that until we saw the captions that said Gigantomachia, and I was like, oh, fuck, what? And then Matt was like, who is that? And I was like, I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) You can't know yet. But we got introduced to Aerie, which is exciting. Aerie's Aerie's one of the best characters. She's the precious, adorable and the, you could draw this logical through line yourself, but I'm going to tell you right now because it's going to make you really happy. Um, they don't know what to do with her. She can't control her powers. So the only logical option is for her to become the daughter of a racer head. That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It's yeah. adorable. She's the only one who can control her power. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they literally say that. They're like, I'm the only one who can control her power. And he like teaches her how to like control it a little bit. That's awesome. He's a good teacher, yeah. even though and an even kinda, better dad, uh, dude. I know, and I just want him to be with the joking girl. Yeah, I think maybe that's in game for the <laughs> the thing. I don't know. Well, I mean, never mind. I'm not going to bring up my hero fandom shit because one of my best friends is like super hardcore into the fandom and half the shit that happens in the manga she's like it's it doesn't make sense for the characters and i'm like no it does it just doesn't make sense for your perception of the characters yeah no her Bakugo's not sucking eight cocks right now that's (laughs) not for his character him being with the drone girl makes a lot of sense it also fit well like he probably does have a little crush on her but it's super unprofessional in the he's like this it would never work out like we're both yeah but then you know i think it's gonna end with him retiring and then he'll be like okay he's already kind of fucked up by shit he gets way more fucked up. Oh, yeah. He gets like full metal alchemist. We'll let you figure out what that means. I, I, I <laughs> you have think a good I, idea. I'm pretty sure he loses some limbs. 
They do. Yeah, that's the, that's immediately. Typically, yeah, the first thing you think of Ed and Al is. Well, to be fair, like I was gonna say, he gets he his whole body gets disintegrated into the the spirit world. Well, I mean, there's, and I'm you, like, it can't be that. Well, was, He's was, gotta lose some my, arms. It's funny because my brain immediately went to the the Mustang, just burned to burned to a crisp oh. thing, and then I'm like, no, he would have said he got like Mustanged instead of full metal. So I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. or get lusted, yeah, yeah, get lusted, get lusted, <laughs> get lusted, dude. <laughs> Next, but I've been, I've, we've been. Carmen has been absolutely loving it to the my, point where he, she's like, "Please, let's watch it." And BJ's like, "I'm going to bed." I think my hero is probably like the the shoo-in of like this generation's Naruto, of like it's, yeah. it's the it's the most popular one, but it's it's the one that like no matter what you just you watch it and you're like, there's something about it. You know what I mean? Because like Matt uh, finished, well finished. We got to the end of the Sasuke fight. I think was were you yeah you weren't here it was that no it, yeah it was, it was was you were gone me and you and which uh, was felt good to do yeah he finally got to the end of it I don't I don't did you watch did you actually watch like the end epilogue did we get through like because we skipped all the filler yeah and then 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 we skipped the filler until everything oh not the end epilogue so he hadn't seen that well I pretty much it got to where I just told him I was like look okay he gets in the hospital Jirai goes you got to train he goes okay and they leave that's yeah. all you really need to know Tsunade and Sakura link up to be like hey I'll train you. And then they're like, Orochi- "Oh no, Sasuke's with Orochimaru." Yeah. Oh, and that's that's the yeah. end. And they all ex- they explain all that shit in the first episode of Shippuden anyway. So that would make sense. Shippuden, like as much as I love OG Naruto, Shippuden is where it gets like really like that's where the lore gets heavy. That's where they introduce more villains. the The pain arc is still phenomenal, dude. I uh, I saw a, a TikTok about an animator, and it was like all the things that he's doing, been doing. And that how he's recently been the guy for the One Piece. Yes, like, yeah. And it reminded yeah. me he did the Hades. He did Hades. That's yeah. that's exactly where I'm going. Yeah, is I was like I completely forgot about how badass that Haley's trailer was. Yeah, it's so good. And then it cuts to all the stuff he did for Boruto, which are amazing fight scenes. Boruto, this is the thing. Boruto, I I forget there. So Boruto has a couple a couple people who make their fight scenes really good, which they're not there anymore, because the guy who did Boruto's fight scenes is working on Bleach now. So. <clears throat> Get fucked. Uh, Speaking but, of fight scenes, every once in a while, my hero will be like, "Here's the whole budget in a yeah, couple of seconds." Yeah, <laughs> yeah holy and fuck! I can always like it. Always makes me happy to see those because Matt's always like, "What the fuck?" I immediately notice, and I'm like, "You can look tell." Out, look, he's like, "I know." You can tell it's like it's it's somebody just by the valve, and it's like just says money on it, and they start to slowly kind of tank it out. Yeah, it's <sighs> like they fucking turn on the Lucky Logan vacuum, and it all just <laughs> into this one yeah. scene. That was also a great movie to watch it was together. Such, I love that movie. So good. We didn't touch on it. I'm so glad. Again, Logan Lucky was great. It was, it was so good with an amazing cast. Oh yeah, a fucking stellar cast. <laughs> we started watching it, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening? <laughs> How did I never hear about no, this?" No, that's the thing. All, all I it's knew just about redneck it. Redneck oceans. The oceans. Movie. All I knew about it beforehand was like I knew Daniel Craig was in it. That was it. And then I'm like, "Is that Channing Tatum? Is that Adam Driver?" <laughs> Adam Driver was by far my favorite part. <laughs> Yeah, second he's so would be, awkward. Second would be Daniel Craig because he just he plays this absurd character. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, oh, God, and that so that good. is like also an, a a redneck genius with bombs. I really liked his brothers too. They were hilarious. Yeah, which is played by Jack Quaid. Jack, Jack Quaid, Quaid, who by the way, he's now the voice of Superman in I, the new Superman show. Which is yeah. fucking he's in gross. Oppenheimer too. Apparently, I didn't yeah. know that until I saw Dude, the trailer. I'm so hyped for Oppenheimer. Let's I'm go really see it in IMAX. I'm so down. To it see looks it. amazing. But can, it, can we do the Barbie Oppenheimer marathon? Of course. 
if we if we do it on a day where we could t- have the day off, we could maybe do a double showing. Yeah, we watch Oppenheimer or Barbie, whichever one comes. No, first. we have to do Oppenheimer first. A hundred percent. Because then we'll otherwise, be watching Barbie and being like, and then just it like it bombs, you know, cuts to what it would cut Barbie head. out of our heads. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, someone made like a, a meme of like because you can. In It'd IMAX, be funnier you can, trying you can to buy watch the little man uh, like popcorn bucket and then there was uh, someone made like a joke when where it's like Barbie's doing a special thing it's just a Barbie pink minute like little man <laughs> bomb thing I have, I've seen people on TikTok do like Barbaheimer and where it's just like Barbie color schemes but then having a big like <laughs> atom bomb mushroom in the back room in the background it's yep. it's uh yeah because I think it's funnier the- to watch Barbie in in the mental state of having seen Oppenheimer than watching Oppenheimer in the middle state of watching yeah 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 it's one's way because more you, like you, fucked. you, you, you well, <laughs> that's funnier one of one of them is like supposed to be this big art film that's like super like and then the other one's Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was like one of y'all was gonna pick up on the joke <laughs> I saw BJ was gonna <laughs> BJ's like immediately like yeah I saw him, I was like I'm, I'm, I know it's perfect this is Exactly right. No, I, I, I would love to, to see those movies because I'm, I'm super hyped. Well, it's been so long since I've seen a, a movie that was made. I mean, the last movie I saw that was made for IMAX was Dune. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm that's, saying, that's, that's the last one thing IMAX. I'll say about Indiana Jones. It was way better than Dune. Wow. Um, <laughs> and so moving on. Um, no, BJ, go it into was, it was, excruciating anyways, detail. I'm excited to see another movie in IMAX that was made for IMAX. Apparently, they even they even like. So Kodak makes IMAX film, and they reached out to them to develop, which took like a, a you know, some decent money to develop a black and white film strips just for this movie. So they cut in between color strips and black and white, which is the uh, is apparently crazy. there's no CGI in Oppenheimer either. There's VFX, but they let him Did drop you, a bomb. Yeah, not a nuclear bomb. They straight up told him you cannot. Like, have what? They, no. they wanted to. Oh no, he wanted to, and they were like, "No, you fucking can't drop a new." We also bomb. don't like do that often. So, 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 but they did let. Now, I think apparently it was like miniatures. So, like the scenes you see of the bomb dropping is like not to scale, so they could have an explosion and do the thing, but like it's safe for yeah. the people. But they let him drop a bomb. They let him build like full like go on, and like there is there is VFX, but it's not like and there's no CGI. Or like any it's all like, like practical shit. Practical shit that's like edited together. And there's definitely like obviously stuff for lighting or maybe yeah. like some CGI to like but fix like, something. But like they didn't CGI the bomb explosion. Yeah. They didn't CGI any there's of that. It's, well, did you hear the happened. story about what he did for the Opry Mills uh, um, Regal Cinemas? No, I did not. So he uh, apparently, I don't, this is the part I don't know, but the Regal Cinemas has an IMAX. And I don't know if it's a special IMAX where it's like a, an actually like really big screen with like true one to one like projector, or if it's just a regular IMAX. But it was not the AC. They so the IMAX projectors need special AC units for the room that the projector is in because it's such a hot with the bulb, which is a massive bulb. Like it just needs special cooling, and it was broken, so they weren't showing IMAX. Um, movies and Christopher Nolan heard about this and out of his own pocket paid to have it because it wasn't the, like because they weren't using it there was also some repairs to be done to the projector also yeah, and he paid maintenance. all of it out of pocket so that it could be watched 
It's insane how things connect because that's the theater that I saw the third My Hero movie in. <laughs> oh my god! I honestly, he I was want- like, I need to see Fat Gum in glorious HD. <laughs> I finally got to meet that guy. Yeah, you fucking did. So, Carmen then, ordered the 19- cardigan that I have. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I've seen you in this cardigan so many times and never knew. It's such a good, he's a great character. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I want to go see another anime movie in theaters again. Oh, I think it uh, it's out. We can probably watch it tonight, but the Dragon Ball Super movie I think is out. The uh, superhero? Yeah. I'd be down. That movie's uh, apparently really good. I still haven't seen it, but I've, I've heard great things about <coughs> it. So... It's still in theaters? No, 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 no. It's out. Like, oh. We might have to rent it, but I think, I mean... It's probably not much at this point. Yeah, but that would be a good one to watch. I, I would love to go see more anime in theaters, because I got to see Jujutsu Kaisen. I didn't get to see Demon Slayer. But I saw Demon Slayer twice. <laughs> I, it was Mugen. I remember the second time you went to go see it. I was there, but I remember you telling me about it. Mugen, Mugen Train was one of those movies that I'm like, this is perfect for... And granted, they still gave us more episodes of the Mugen Train arc, but the idea that you can Mugen just, Train? Yeah, it's what it's called, Mugen Train. It's called Mugen Train. Whatever, fuck off. <laughs> Mugen, Mugen. That's funny, because I only think about... Mugen is, is the brand of, like, high-performance Honda parts. And there's a bunch of, like, cool stories about, you know, in Japan of this small company making developing Honda Civic parts and then they were like this is amazing so they started their own thing and it's called I Mugen. just got another public safety message they found <clears> it <throat> three miles east of Petersburg Tennessee no they didn't find him yeah he went they found him momentarily and he went missing again <laughs> they like got him in the car they're like you are you comfortable back shit where'd he go <laughs> In like an open parking lot, they're looking around. They still can't find him. He's just gone. It cuts to him. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible running. Speaking of, we saw that trailer. It looks really. It looks really cool. It looks really. You know, so in this one, he learns how to ride a motorbike off a fucking cliff, off a cliff, and parachute. And also, all practical, yeah. mostly. Oh, completely practical train falling off of a, a cliff or off of, you know, Yeah, they a built a train just to crash it off a cliff. And and fighting on top of it. Like, like they were like, yeah, we actually I swear were fighting this, on top of a moving train. I, I swear Tom Cruise wants to die, but he's like, I'm not going out like a bitch. No, I, dude, I've he, been saying that forever. I he's like... He, maybe he wants to, but there, he, it seems like everything he does, he's just... Like, it's the combination of him being so amazingly naturally talented with... A, like a, a crazy level of professionalism. Like I feel like he's an amazing student. Like when he learns how to cal- hel- like fly a helicopter, he's like actually a good student. He's actually safe, and then he builds it up to where he's like I'm confident in my own. It's not like well I'm gonna wing it. I'm gonna be a little crazy. He's Dude, like that, that I'm skyscraper re- thing. I'm ready to do this. Yeah, that was another. I lo- I love watching I mean, movies. I I'd be so down to watch the next one tonight. I, I love watching movies that get a little bit of attention because BJ will go ooh like he actually vocalizes yeah, that- the because you guys were like, yeah, he actually did this, and that added to it. Even though I knew there was like eight movies after this, I was like, ooh, my butthole was clenching. <laughs> I love, I love that just because, like, what was it? Uh, any, any, Par- any uh, par- parasite, parasite, that was that was because the whole time, that whole watch. time where they're like hiding while the parents, BG's like, ooh. Ooh, I, I, I felt myself holding my breath several times during that movie. And then you get the like one of the scariest shots ever. Jesus Christ! Dude. That, that shit. Is I, if I was that night- kid, I would have had a fucking seizure. <laughs> that was legitimately not like. Of course, that child is scared of ghosts because he just sees that head. I mean, genuinely, it's like something out of Junji Ito. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck! Again, 
That I, the fact that I, it's it's very interesting to see. But did you, have you all seen Snowpiercer? No, I've been meaning the to. The movie, not the show. Y- yes, when it came out. Yeah, that's the same director. Interesting. Yeah, so he made Snowpiercer, which then, is a different tone. Yeah, but like he wrote it, fully wrote it, and put it out there. Like that was his thing. Well, good for him yeah, for doing because. I only thought he was a. I mean, he probably does more films in yeah. Korea. But he, uh, but yeah, it's he, cool that he did. I mean, but he, that was like he's working on another movie. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, he's working on another movie with Robert Pattinson's in it. So I like him. Super down for that. He's just not seen Tenant. I've. I don't think I have either. But to be fair, I. I, I need to. Well, I, do you like? Did you like I mean, Inception? It's Nolan. it's Nolan. It's yeah. I, I know it's like some weird bullshit with Nolan because it's time travel and weird. But but do you like Inception? Yeah. Okay, it's James Bond and Inception. Well, because I know, I know it's, I've, it's I've so seen good. like the breakdowns of some scenes, like where one is like this guy's going, like they have fights that are backwards in time, while one person is going forward. It's in, yeah. it breaks my brain, but I feel like BJ because he's 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 so fucking smart, dude. dude. He is, and it bothers me because <laughs> like it, even like dude, the most recent time was what what was it recently severance. where we were watching something and I was like, oh, this is gonna happen, and I just fully predicted. Like the big twist. It, maybe it was Severance. Because you, you did predict something in Severance we were watching the first episode. And even then, you're like, you're like, oh, I bet it's this. And then, like, immediately it happens, and Matt is like, oh! And then you went, fucking knew it! <laughs> like, immediately. Yeah, it's, it's but I feel like, he, PJ, it's not more about, like, him, I'd be like, dang it, he, he understands a spoiler. Because in that one... It's just so crazy. It's, it's less spoilers. It's, it's more just like like he he would understand yeah. how it's because I that's like my go to on a flight movie to watch. I love it. I enjoy it every Inception time. Inception or Tenant. Tenant. Okay. Because seriously, after watching it maybe six times, I still am picking up on stuff or like stuff that I figure out recently. It adds to. I'm like, oh my gosh, this movie's so crazy that they were that because like, isn't it the isn't writers it, were able to like because be isn't like it, the the point of the movie is is time traveling secret agents right pretty much uh, yes but it's not time it's so weird it's okay i I, i'd be you know i i think say it's up to you because the next fallout is so good next mission impossible mission impossible is so good say oh that's that's another thing that's coming out is the fallout amazon show have you seen the the set pictures from that it looks it looks amazing i really i the i really hope it's good but we should watch either tenant or, or Ball Super. I'm gonna say let's watch Tenant. Yeah. It's okay. That's I, that one's actually one. better. It's 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 maybe top ten movies for me. Really? It's so to me. It's so good. <laughs> this is gonna be another one. Bj shits on. It's gonna ruin your friendship again. I don't no, know. I mean, if he likes Inception, I, 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 that was another thing about movies that I love slash hate. Is uh, we were watching Indiana Jones, and at one point I thought they were gonna steal the ending of Blade Runner. Because they 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 have Harrison Ford in handcuffs, they put him in a plane, and they're about to fly it through the rain to take him to do some evil Nazi shit. And then the plucky young new main character that succeeds Harrison Ford has to fly after him and get him off that plane. And I was like, this is just fucking Blade Runner. And then luckily they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm excited. Of Blade Runner, that ending was great. 20, oh, 20, so, good. so good. I also think that BJ called it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, she's the kid. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't you believe that it was Decker? Or yeah. Not Decker, Un- until it- until he went and met her. Uh, Kay. Yeah, mean. Kay. And she like saw the memory and cried. And I was like, yeah, it was her. But up until then. Up until then, I was like, Kay's the fucking guy. Yeah. And but makes- that makes me love Kay even more, though. 
Because it's like, he was never special. And that, that's what she says. He was like, it was never you. Honestly. Like, and you're like, oh, fuck. It's man, their bigger it w- picture plan. It would have been so cool if that's what Ray was, but no. Just never special, just kind of what the Force need. I don't know. Just, the, we'll, we'll it would have been out. cool either way if they had just picked a lane. Yeah. <laughs> instead of, instead of going, ah, uh, Palpatine. <laughs> He's back, and that's your grandpappy. Yeah. I fucking hate Rise of Skywalker. Um, anyway, what have y'all been playing or doing this past week? So much battle bit. I so finally that is that is that has reached mainstream stuff where like streamers and YouTubers that I've it's watched so funny, are dude. playing it. And I'm like, God, it's sick. And it's so good. And I'm not half bad. I'm not half bad, which is fun. If it's verified, I'll see if I can get on Steam. I just deck. think it's that that what is it? Anti cheat with the little bear logo. Mm. Oh, fuck that. Then I don't think it, it, yeah. it will be. The prob the problem with that easy anti cheat. That's what it's called. That's the thing. They have a thing to you can just switch it on and enable it for Linux. It's built into the software, and nobody fucking does it. So all those games, I think the the most recent one to flick it on after like fifteen years of not doing it was fucking Dead by Daylight. Now you can play it on Steam Deck, but I bought it a year ago. Dead by Daylight has easy anti cheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? It's a multiplayer game. Oh. But I bought it on Steam Deck a year ago and tried to boot it up, and it was like, it doesn't work. So I was like, okay, fucking refund it then. Yo, speak, speaking of anti-cheat, have you guys seen the new thing for Call of Duty? Yes. Where cheaters will get pretty much hallucination Great. ghosts. Well, they, yeah, they call that, them hallucinations. They, that they can only see. So if you're, if, the, if they, but it's only if they suspect you of cheating. Well, so. they can do both. Apparently, they do it to mess with cheaters to like, well, yeah. to get them to... Pretty much admit they're cheating. Cause, yes. Cause, yeah, but and also then they do it with suspected people. So it's so it's pretty much like if it's a cheater, they're gonna put them in the game and then fuck with their shit. And then if it's like a hundred percent, like there's no doubt they're gonna ban them. And then if it's like we think they're using aim bots, let's let's throw throw some of these hallucinations in. And it's literally just bots that only the cheater can see. Well, here's the other thing: is it is it they take a real person on the map and copy. Mm-hmm copy the mo- the movement so that it looks organic because that's a, a thing that people will like they can they'll see like an enemy and they'll be like that's a bot because just the way they move it's not organic but mm-hmm. they'll just copy a, a, a person on the map and they'll be like yeah and so if they aim at them if they aim at them and shoot at them it's like oh you're a fucking cheater yeah because 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 the thing is if you're not cheating you won't see they it. They also apparently are doing misinput stuff too mm. to mess with them. So like they'll input something and it'll just be a different input. Um, I I love or random stuff where they just move the camera. I don't play much COD anymore, but it was just they did this with Overwatch as well, like way back in the day. But like I love seeing games that like I have no no like stake in, just fucking with the cheaters. Just being like, oh, you want to like fuck? Okay, fuck around and find out. And like finding creative ways to just. Fuck with it, because all these people are paying money for these anti cheats, dude, or these cheats, I'll and then and then you. it's like, they, then you find a way where it's like these people, because I saw message boards for Overwatch when Overwatch were like full banning cheaters, and these these message boards were like, dude, what the fuck? I paid for the game, I should be able to do what I want with it. Like I paid sixty dollars for Overwatch, and then I paid like thirty dollars for this fucking cheat thing. I'm now out all this money, and it's like fucking Blizzard. What the fuck is wrong with you? Or then you got people saying. Dude, I was it was my cousin's account. Now he's gonna be mad at me, like shit, like that. Yeah. I love it. I love the salt. It's so good. So the um, the battle bit had it was um, I think they've done it a couple times, but it was a, a band wave, and 
it happened live. And so I was there again. It's only happened like twice, but it was everyone who was playing during that. It literally just shows like this list of it was like like the gun devil shit, dude. That's exactly what it, it went zoom on the side because it literally it'll show you, you know if it's like oh this one person's banned because of a like a, a high ping or a timeout or uh, you know like breaking you know language rules or something like that. And it was this crazy band wave, and you look at the servers. And it's like, because these are 200 and something people servers and like 80 people just wiped out and it's crazy, but it's also awesome just to see that they're actively like on top of that shit, but crazy uh, bandwidth. As far as what I've been playing, I played, well, I've been playing more near reincarnation i finally booted that up i haven't gone through the full tutorial bit but i'm now like i can see myself losing some time in this yeah that's a constant in my life i finally got that abyssal that i was talking about in that one episode where they fucked me and uh by that point i had drawn enough to get a free one as well so it's it's one of my best characters now have you gotten all the ff14 uh collaboration ones i haven't gotten all of them but i have uh four of the six that they've done holy shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just keeps going. Holy Dude, fuck. I was so glad to be there when it happened. It was wild. Yo, what the fuck? That is so funny. And everyone in the chat's like, what the fuck? It literally just won't stop. Holy shit. It keeps on, it just keeps on. So the whole side of my screen was taken up. And then everyone's in chat like, oh shit. Oh fuck. And because... Everyone has their uh, like proximity chat on. Do you Your see most people, people be like, "Whoa, say, oh my god!" Could you imagine getting? Wild. Could you imagine getting a proximity chat of someone going, "Oh shit!" It cuts off and you see their <laughs> name in the band. That would have been great. That'd be hilarious. But yeah. So near near. No, you're good. you're good. Did you get all the FF14 collaboration I, skins? It's impossible to get all of them, okay. but I have four of the six that they've done. Was it? I, th- I know you showed me Red Mage and uh, Dragoon, right? Yes, I have Red Mage, Dragoon. I have the Samurai, which is one of my top three characters now and then i have um the black mage which is also very good her staff i put it on my healer and it's great but um yeah i love that can't wait for the new story to come out don't know when that'll be i've been playing more um i started playing this like it's like my hero genshin (laughs) essentially game the Yeah. yeah and it's actually like really fun so that's been cool crunchyroll's apparently been like like kind of making sure some games get put in the US. Yeah. Now just you know reach over to RGG Studios and grab a God, I can only I can only hope. Like a Dragon Online. Do, oh, I need to show you this. They put out actual like renders of Hana and another girl and like Hana like it's like a it's like almost like a mix between the two character models where she's grown a little bit of chub back, but like she's still like fine as fuck. Hell yeah. And I'm like Akiyama about to have an aneurysm. Like my god. Yeah, I would love to know what Ryuji's up to, but they won't let me see that. So, yeah, I've been playing that. Maybe he'll show up in uh, Gaiden. God, I hope so. <laughs> Please, if it's the guy, it's it's the great, it's the grandson of the guy from Zero. So it has to take place in Kansai. What else are you gonna do but put the fucking dragon in there, boy? I'm so lost. <laughs> of course, you you'll are. get there. Just <laughs> fin- finish Zero, you know. And you'll get there. Yeah, but uh, that's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> been loving that, and then I've been playing 16 some more. 
And uh, there's not the, there's not much that I can say that won't spoil Matt at this yeah. point. So you did more story after the uh, after the side mission. I got to the next time okay. skip. Per- okay, perfect. I was listening to our episode and I was mm. like, oh fuck, there's a time skip of like ten years, right? Not. Well, the first one is eight. thirteen years. Where he's like eight years this time, right? Yeah, I think it's like eight. five or eight or something. Okay. Yeah. So, it's but he fifteen twenty five thirty. He something. before he did like right after we uh, had our the int- press L and R to accept the truth. Yes, exactly. Uh, after that, I had him save a second, yeah. a third file, so that you I just kind of start up, from there. Yeah, which would make it much. I don't. I genuinely don't know if I'd want to play like if replay again. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I'm liking it, and it's just it's just so new and yeah. and stuff like that to me. So. Yeah, he had that, and I'm pretty excited for when it's my turn. Yeah. Um, I, I keep forgetting that I said you get a turn, because I'm in like, oh, yeah, when PG gets back, I'll grab my PS5 back. I'm like, fuck, Mac gets a turn. That's right. <laughs> I've been... Uh, I'll definitely play it, though. I've been looking for a good single player. Yeah. Uh, uh, so far, uh, without spoiling, story-wise, where are you at with it? Uh, I just got... Well, I mean, like, where's your feelings on it? Honestly, where are you at? But, oh, like, I feel great like, about like, it. Like, Opinions on the story, the characters, where you're at for now. I mean, I just for a spoiler-free, like where I'm at overall. I just got Ambrosia. That was the last thing I did, and uh, yeah, like the writing in this one is fucking incredible, very Berserk-esque, especially with what happened last night with the the Black Shields. I was like, that's the fucking bait of the hawk. <laughs> so damn. And right. the 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 part right before the time skip got me really fucking hype. I was like live texting Luke through the whole thing, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck that crystal. What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally it, you, the text goes, "Yeah, man, we got rid of that crystal." And then immediately, what the fuck? It's some Evangelion shit. What's was, going on? I was like scared. <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck this thing is, but it's fucking creepy. And then it literally like. Sid spears it with his uh, like staff, and then it's literally like half a body being suspended in the air by it, just like uh, Adam and Evangelion or Eve or whatever. It was crazy. That, and boss, then, that, that boss fight was that fire. boss fight was amazing. Um, I'm glad that I've been leveling up my skills, so I had that crazy dash. Well, and my my favorite thing about that too is so Matt saw the Garuda fight, which is Ifrit versus Garuda. And that is, like, very slow, kind of just, like, you're very limited. They move on to where, okay, now you're starting to, like, straight up. The this next, one was, like, fucking Dragon Ball Z. The next, like, the next fight, it just goes, okay, so everything Clive can do normally, if it does. No way. So, like, you're saying. Because I'm saying the Phoenix versus a free one was so, I mean, it wasn't lame, but, like, it's game li- mechanics-wise, it's, well, it's very it's, limited. It's very limited, but it's Phoenix making a set Phoenix is the fucking goat, by the uh, way. What? I said Phoenix is the goat, by the way. Yep. Um, but this this fight, straight up, they go... Also, Torgal, just fully ready to die to save Jill and Clive. Such a good boy. Yep. Um, I still think DJ Khaled's more powerful. <laughs> um, the the thing with this fight, Matt, is that, like, it, it's literally, like, what you normally can do. So, like, in your combats, you have, like, the magic burst, which, like, do your, your attack and then press magic immediately after. Yeah. If Freak can now do that. Your your lunge where you press square and X, if free can also do that, as well as the down thrust, which is the, if free can also do that. Then they add a free moves Dang. that only he can do. There, there's also a very pivotal moment in the fight where it's like 
he starts creating that giant hellfire spirit bomb. Uh-huh. And then the boss sees it, and he just starts pummeling the shit out of Ifrit. And he, like, knocks him to the ground, and it looks like he's dead. And then he opens his eyes, and the camera pans up, and he's still got his hand up. <gasps> and then the boss looks up, and this gigantic, it's like, planet-sized hellfire rains down awesome. on him. I love it. So it, fucking cool. It's so hype. Like, and what's funny is I, I, I told BJ, I was like, if there's a way... Even even if he has to hold out, like I will I will come over here after work because I want to see the Titan fight. Like whenever you get to Titan, which you're not anywhere close, uh, I I, I want to be here for that because that was the moment in the that in Bahamut's fight where I'm like, when I tell you that I'm like it can't get better. Like clearly we're almost done. It just keeps. Well, that's the other thing I've been upping. itching for is another let's play. I had so much fun with. Metal Gear Rising. I, I am excited for the next one, Same. and for just laughing so hard. It's it's some. It's, I, the, it's now I realize that anytime we do it, even when it's not forced, something something really stupid happens, and I will not stop laughing. It being, <laughs> it, our, I didn't our, even expect uh, the funniest thing for Metal Gear Rising to be at the very end, at the literally what what it was something about clits. No dent dent. Testicle or tentacle? Test, testicle. Testicle. <laughs> Ryzen, I put a clit on your testicles. <laughs> oh, so funny. So funny. <laughs> we have to keep the credits in for that. Yeah. <laughs> of course, because it's going to be the best part. It is, yeah. No, I, I want to I wanna know. Arthro- arthritis. Arthritis. That one fucking had me rolling. We were all in such physical pain. <laughs> I laid down afterwards. I was like, I'm such a The Sonic Adventure, we can never the lack do... lack of oxygen in my head. We can never do a, like, just start and stop to the end thing like that. We, like, we have to break it up, because the reason... Well, and maybe not, because the reason that was so funny is because we were all so tired. It, it was like 3 a.m. at yeah, that point. We were, like, so dead. I was like, trying to do this fucking race, and I kept dying at the same point. <laughs> yeah, so I've been, I've been itching for... A let's play. I, I say we need to do go ahead and do the hero story. Just get out the way. Interesting. Yeah. Even though we've done it, yeah, but, it, but, but well, it's not it's, on it's, the let's play, and been, you haven't seen the actual ending. Oh yeah, he hasn't seen the final chapter. Yeah. Oh dang. So so Damn I we, we could do hero story. I want to I want to watch BJ play Hotline Miami. I think or but here's the uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm if I'm designated Adam now as just being the guy who plays while BJ and... Well, no, I think it depends on the game. So, like, if it's... Like, for instance, Hotline Miami is a game that you were very interested in, but BJ has... Yeah, you BJ. played through all of Metal Gear Rising. That was the one that we, we both knew about. That's was oh, okay. your introduction. Yeah. It'd be the same thing. Like, that's kind of... I like the vibe where it's like, all right, like, like if, if you want to do Hotline Miami, it's like, BJ, you've never really played it, right? Like, Never played it. Yeah, so he's never played it. That'd be his introduction to the series. Well, then what game through. would we have you played that... Probably a horror game because I want to watch me squirm. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. did get. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have like every Resident Evil. We I could... did. It it is short enough. I did get because GameStop was doing a buy one get one. I got Callisto Protocol for free, so okay. we could play that. I've never played it. Yeah, I I'd be more interested in, in like Outlast. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I'll good. I'll do it. Didn't they I, do Outlast VR? Yep, recently too. They, like, they I also did, the past like two years. They also did an Outlast Trials or some shit, which was multiplayer Outlast. Oh my god! The thing did is, you, did you like see or play the second one? Outlast I watched my sister play it because she fucking loves Outlast. It gave me 
actually village vibes. Yeah, that that's a hundred percent what I felt when I was watching it because we had just played Village, I think, and then she started playing this, and I was like, I don't remember this. Scene. Especially with like the mm-hmm. end boss was very felt very similar to Mother Miranda. Mm-hmm. The thing with the thing with Outlast and like a lot of those is like I get bored more with them because like yeah, it's still tension filled and scary, but I'm just like I'm just walking. Like, I, that's why I like Resident Evil as much as I do, or, like, Dead Space, because it's like, I, I still am doing shit. Well, you know what well, I mean? well, they're kind of different breeds, because, like... Well, and I guess that's the thing is... Because, like, like, Resident Evil has a lot of stuff where it's, like... I mean, even the old ones, it's, like, puzzles, you know? a lot. I, there I is a lot of in-between the horror bits. But even even like, there, like, the like, puzzles, like, in, in 7, Dead it's Space. Like, I have to do this puzzle... Oh, fuck, is that Baker? Shit. And you have to, like, run now, and it's like... Yeah, oh, but fuck, it, like, it's a little bit more, because, like... Dead Space, it's what they do so well is is there's not a second where you feel relaxed. Yeah, well, no, and I I love Dead Space for sure, for sure. But like, but then Out- you hear Outlast where where it's it's even well, worse than Dead I, well, Space where well, it's like every moment I hate this. Well, I hate it's everything the thing is like this. yes, but like it, without like because I've beaten Outlast two and I was just bored by the end. Like you beat I was, Outlast two, I've beaten the the one and two. I've played them both. Outlast, yeah. Well, then why would we play that again? I. I just I did I didn't bring up Outlast. That was y'all. I, I well, that's this very that's like one yeah. of the scariest games. Yeah, they're very scary, but I got bored both of them because because I, I, I can't do anything, and I get that's the point. But like so I just what, like we make you play Phasmophobia. I'd like Phasmophobia. Yeah, that'd be fun. VR. I probably, your VR machine's gonna fucking break. I'm gonna throw that bitch across this fucking. That's room. how that light. <laughs> Not from Phasmophobia, but, but from, from VR, VR. launching. <laughs> I literally threw a grenade. I like. Did that and I went, and you actually let go. Yeah, and then, and then well, I didn't let go. I just hit it, <laughs> and then I just hear, psh, psh, psh. and Carmen's reaction, which was like it, like it was really funny. She, she instead of saying, "Are you okay?" She was like, "What the fuck did you do?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm barefoot and there's glass everywhere and I'm bleeding, and that's what." You... <laughs> and I was like, "How dare you?" We were playing boomerang foo with. Uh... Lou and Kevin and everybody. She she looks upset. And <laughs> she uh I killed her at one point and she looks at me and she goes, BJ motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> no yeah, I, I I'll happily play a horror game. I wanna actually run through Resi 4 because I haven't played the remake all the way through. I haven't played it at all. Well then what's a game that would actually get you kind of spooked? I mean I haven't played Callisto Protocol, so I have no fucking idea. But you um, haven't you played Commitment how many Simulator? Spaces? I've played all of them. What? Except the remake, but it's oh the same gosh. as one. <laughs> now Isaac talks. So I'd love to. Yeah, that's the thing that. is I still play them. That's the thing. I still Now, granted, I'll still get scared of them. Fatal Frame. Fatal Frames are fun. Fatal, yeah, I like Fatal Frame. We can, there's I lots of jokes. I haven't played them. If, is, there, is there one we could play on Steam? There, there's one on well, Steam. There is one? Okay, is it the newest I, one? I think we it's made in the Blackwater. The they re-released it. Yeah. We could emulate the PS2 one. Yeah, the P- See the thing. Ooh, actually, you play you know Silent I, Hill. You know, Silent Hill. When Silent Hill Two drops, I would happily play that on the on the stream. But um, Dino Crisis, just Resident Evil with dinosaurs. I'd actually like to play that. Yeah. We need a know. new one. I want a new Dino Crisis. I feel like that would be fucking great. When not I hear Crisis, I just think Crisis Core. Or not Crisis Core. Uh, no, that's not what I, mean, I think. Now. That is what I it's think. Time Crisis, my favorite arcade game. Of all time, you ever play Time Splitters? No, my well, brother. Well, didn't they make a time crisis or a time crisis for 
like the PlayStation with the like the move controllers? Yes, probably. I think they did. I wouldn't be surprised if there was one on the Wii. Oh man, I love. I bet it's on both. I saw some some people who do who like made. Uh, a retro essentially it's one of those like where you just plug it into your tv and has all the games like yeah. the old school like a raspberry pi kind of thing yeah. yeah but they made their own lidar controllers nice and they essentially it's it's just for any of those lidar games uh og and i was really interested to buy it because i want to i love LiDAR. one games. thing that i want to do and i can do it now with the steam deck is build an arcade machine and then you can like plug the Steam Deck into it mm-hmm. and just run emulation for like arcade games. Yeah, I've seen people do I, that. I, yeah, no, I've seen it. I'm like, fuck, that would be a really cool project. I saw project this to one do. project this guy did. <coughs> you would just he... need a controller that connects to the USB Type C, right? Well, that, or I could literally just make the like the arcade style thing of like, yeah, 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 but then it would connect to the USB in well, the yeah, back yeah. of the. What I, and I, probably what I would do is buy like one of those uh, 8 bit do, like just fight pads for fighting yeah. games and just like find a way to just put that in there yeah, yeah. I mean you just take it out of the box yeah. and move the pieces around yeah, I mean genuinely or you could do that or you could just like just put it on like have like, a, like an in-cave thing or just set it in there and have yeah. it do that yeah. yeah probably what I do but I want to do I want to get two of them so I can do two player because like yeah having well, like, having an arcade those, cabinet with like two player Mortal Kombat USB the USB type C like splitters mm-hmm. that like you, you could just Connect like four of them. Because I'm gonna be honest, I would love needed. to have like an arcade cabinet and just be like, "You want to play just Mortal Kombat 2? <laughs> Bring that shit in. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's another game I'm excited. I'm actually excited for Mortal Kombat One because I pl- I played the fuck out of Eleven when it dropped. They're doing the old Battlefield One. I naming. yeah. Well, it's funny because what did it? What was the la- the one before Eleven? Eleven to one. Well, what's funny is technically the someone made a, a thing on Twitter that they go, "Hey, technically, it makes sense." Because this is Mortal Kombat 1 again. So you could say it's Mortal Kombat 1, 2, 12. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> the sequel, yeah. it's I, I hate it, but at the same time, I'm like, I swear to God, if that's Who Mortal Kombat the, 1. Who are the... Oh. Uh, um, home... Homelander and Omni-Man. Homelander, yeah. And apparently, someone from uh, from Amazon leaked it on, on TikTok Straight up saying, yeah, Homelander's in MK before it was officially announced, and it got quickly taken down. But enough people saw it that they're like, okay, so if Homelander's in, Omni-Man's going to be in this shit. So we're going to get literally Homelander and why, Omni-Man. Why are they connected? What do you mean? Why if Homelander is... Well, like, that because was the, they're the both DLC list. Amazon, okay. like... That was probably it, but also... But also, everybody's the, like, I want to see Omni-Man kill Homelander. <laughs> yeah. I want... I, I, that's that's probably the, the DLC that's what I'm so excited I for. I can't fucking wait for the... The fucking Omni Man redemption arc in the animated series. Fuck yeah, that's gonna be so dope. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly excited for Invincible season two and three because they just full on said fuck it, we're doing. Didn't the they drop a trailer? Have they already dropped a trailer? I think they did on Twitter. I just didn't watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh let's, fuck! Let's look that up. Out, yeah. Uh, any anything else I've been playing before I go to mine? Nope. Here. Nope. Okay. Uh, so in in this void I have of. No, Final Fantasy 16. I can't. I can't run through New Game Plus. I can't really go through it because BJ's playing it. And I'm like, oh, I need to find something. So I try. I've. I've literally. St- I've told BJ. I've started and dropped so many fucking games in the past. Like since I gave him. Like in in last week alone, I That's started. A week, yeah. I started six games and dropped all of them because I'm like, it's not the same thing. And so I, I've just been like, I don't know what to play. I don't know what to do. Like I, I can't enjoy anything because I'm, I'm so hooked on 16. 
And then finally, I just said, fuck it. I, I pulled out my Switch. I'm going through the, the game library. I'm like, what can I play? I was thinking I was going to play Final Fantasy IV. Same thing. I'm like, but it's not 16, though. And, like, I was I was trying to play Tactics, but it's not available anything except my phone. I don't want to play a game on there right now. So, I, everything. I finally just said, fuck it. And I was just going through different games. And what, what clicked was Dragon Quest XI. And I, I was hoping he was going to say Tears of the Kingdom and that he... Finished it? No. Yes, that was, like, my hope. Well, no, I... That was one of the games I started back up and was going through, and I, I got to Mineru, and I was like, I'm, I can't. You started an evil trend in this house, because Kevin dropped it, and Carmen dropped it, too. Well, I dropped it at least for a good... At least I dropped it for a decent reason, which was, hey, 16's out. Yeah. So Me and Matt are the only real Zelda fans. That's right. That's fine. I'll let y'all have that. But no, I, I got I I got to the point where I met Mineru. Except when you said, I don't, you don't give a fuck about... When uh, when Waker remake or remaster? No, he cares. He just he cares about Xenoblade X more, which yeah. is valid. Like I I own the remasters. I can play them if I want to, but he doesn't I want Xenoblade, Xenoblade X. X on Switch more than I want to go back and play Twilight Princess HD again or Wind Waker HD again. Have you actually ever played Xenoblade X? I've never touched it because I, I I bought it in anticipation it to on? play it after Were I you? finished two. Oh. And then they announced the one remake, and I was like, "I'm gonna wait," because I know they're gonna do it. It it has to be a thing. Like I, 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 I feel like at this point it's gonna be like we need games for the Switch 2's early like first year, which is totally which, fine. Did you guys see that got full announced? Not officially, but Bobby Kodak under oath in the Activision Blizzard stuff straight up said, "Yeah, we've already have dev kits for the next uh, Nintendo console." I mean, it makes sense. Like, straight up, just because he was under oath, he had to say it. But, like, he straight up had to say, we know it's coming out, it's probably coming out soon, and we have dev kits for X. Speaking of, let's, you know, give a round of applause for Microsoft winning in the U.S. I'm I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm still, like, at least Activision and Blizzard can probably get some good shit, but, like... I thought you were gonna say J.K. Simmons. Big round of applause for J.K. Simmons. No, but uh, yeah, I'll I'm I'm excited for it, but also I'm just like, if if nothing changes with Activision Blizzard, then it's like, what was the point? I guess besides stuff. But that's come to Game exactly Pass. what what Sony wants is nothing to change. Well, no, I'm I'm not talking about like the exclusive because they're they're not making COD exclusive. That's never yeah. happening. But I'm talking like the the like work culture there. Like if oh, they don't come okay. in and because apparently everybody who works for Microsoft is like. Yo, they're great here. Like, it's actually great to work here. Like, there's never been like, well, there probably has been, but there's never been like major instances. Yeah, yeah, like, there was know. maybe something happened because people are, you know. Yeah, bad, they don't want but... it to go through because then they can't rape anymore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, they can't share a woman's nudes in the office and have her commit suicide. So, you know, like that's what I want to change more. So, like, yes, Diablo Four, like Overwatch, all these stuff coming to Game Pass would be cool, and having COD on Game Pass every year would be great. But like. I, I and who knows maybe we'll get a new Crash game maybe Tony Hawk Pro Skater comes back out of retirement again but Crash and Spyro are dead apparently the Crash team is is mo- mostly because they're they're not they're part of Blizzard working on remakes now well the, and that yeah th- that the the current team is not it, it was that the original team making them they had like a good culture there of like people who had the same sense of humor and stuff like that and they're like I just don't like think it'll It'd be hard to, to have that same culture come back. Well, yeah, and but I, I think if you find the right people who like who love the IP and love the the stuff, it can work. 
I don't know, because if you play the new ones, it feels like it's made with love. Like Crash like, 4. Crash 4, and then the, the Insane Trilogy 2, which they didn't... They didn't have to do much with that, but the stuff that they did was really fresh. Well, they brought the the unused levels that like nobody had. Yeah, and then the the Spyro Reignited trilogy as well. Like they, there was a lot of animations in that game that I feel like they really, you know, upscaled and did a lot of stuff with. Those games look great and they feel just as good as they did when they came out to play. So I think there's some kind of love there. I just think like well, even it, even if they are like really itching to make it, they won't be able to. We'll we'll see because I, I I think because even Phil Spencer was saying on like different podcasts that like like they said we dropped the ball with with Bethesda and with other things because of Redfall's release and they were like we were too hands off we let them do what they what they did and because of it we didn't we were able to like get the quality we wanted whatever so I'm hoping that now they're they're working to make because now they're gonna have a shit ton of studios to manage I'm hoping they kind of figure out a way of like all right. Phil Spencer's like the head of Xbox, but he has like people who okay, you're you're the Activision guy. You report to me, but like you make sure they're running and optimizing, do this, and we have a quality standard, like whatever they have to do to make sure the games are coming out. Because with all the studios they have now, if they're like if they're putting out a banger exclusive or a banger like Microsoft owned game like every quarter, they're gonna kill it. But that's again if the quality's there, because like Redfall could have been cool if it wasn't what it was. <laughs> Like, this is completely off topic, but did you see Granger got promoted at Nintendo? I did not. Yeah, he's a senior ambassador now. Nice. Who? Good for him. He uh, was the Nintendo rep for GameStop for us. Oh, yeah. Really? He's a he's a real homie. Yeah, he's a really cool dude. What do the reps do? They pretty much come over to talk about the new Nintendo product. Like I saw him when when the he and they would bring over like a like some stuff to give away. Yeah, and any like, kind of live like event. They handle that, and then they also make sure that the brand is okay in stores. Like, um, this this one time, DJ saw him at Target, and he was, like, yelling in this guy's face about how they were, like, fucking up the whole display. And uh, that's always been a really funny story. <laughs> but um, I remember the first time I met Granger was when they were doing the ARMS demos, and they were doing it at GameStop, and I saw that on uh like Instagram, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna go to that." Yeah, and this I, was I, went, I got the 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 sleeves. Yeah, I've got I've got sleeves. a couple of those. It was like exercise sleeves, or like oh. the, like what like a fake tattoo sleeve, but it's like arms characters. So you have the the main dude, the main girl gotcha. has like two sleeves. So I have those somewhere. But uh, I remember going to that, and I was like, "Oh, they're just gonna let you play the game for a little bit." And Granger was there, and he was like showing people how to do it and everything. And I was like, "You work for Nintendo?" And he was like, "Yeah, man." I was like, you're a fucking god to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to talking about like all these other games on Switch that we played. Because at that point, it was just like a lot of like indie third-party stuff that was getting put out. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I don't know why, but I spent like 100 hours in Puyo Puyo Tetris. And he was like, holy shit, me too. You want to play right now? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he opened up the demo unit and popped in the cartridge. And we just played like three rounds of Puyo Puyo Tetris. What's that? It's, it's, it's a, Tetris and Puyo Puyo. Yeah, it's you, Puyo Puyo. It's another one of those like puzzle yeah. games. Very similar, like oh. Dr. Mario style versus like Tetris style, but it's gotcha. like Isn't it where you have to like switch between the two? Or? There there's a couple different game modes. You can pick which one you want, or you can do like the combo thing where it switches between the and two. You have to keep up with two different puzzle games. Dang. Yeah, it's actually pretty solid. Yeah, love that game. But yeah. I just wanted to shout my boy out. Yeah, Granger's a homie. But uh 
Yeah, now that Matt's going to the bathroom, I can talk about JRPGs again. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, BJ, have you played Dragon Quest XI at all? I've played a fair bit of it. Like, I got to the... I got past the point where you get the little mage girl. So, okay, I, I just last night, I got both her and her sister. So, they... And they, they come into the party as a unit. So, like, it's... You get a... a, a offensive mage and a healer yeah. at the same time and so now i have a party of four and it's like now they're like we have to get to the tree of yggdrasil that's where my next thing is now and i'm like got it cool. I, I remember that because i remember seeing that and i was like dragon quest nine yeah. well this I, I this takes place in the same universe as one of them i yeah. think it's not because it's it's either two or three because because um so one of the characters serena so the, uh, veronica and serena the two mage sisters are twins and they're the descendant of Serenica from one of the old games, who married the Luminary of that game. Mm-hmm. So that's like this is like straight up a sequel to one of them. Yeah, like a, a far future Xenoblade yeah, type of thing. Kind of yeah, and um, it's cool because it's still standalone, and all they they kind of it's like the same thing. Like you know, you play Skyrim, all these other games. Like oh yeah, the ancient that guy. It's that where you it's like you can learn more, but with Dragon Quest, you go if you want to learn more, just go play that game right over there. Yeah, and it's like got it cool, but um. I love this game. It's so charming and it's really it's really nice. Like, I, I love the graphics in it. Toriyama's art style, stellar. Yeah, that that was the original draw to me for Dragon Quest. Everything and everything about and Chrono it, Trigger. Yeah, Did I ever oh tell you gosh. about the story of how I discovered Chrono Trigger? No, but I need to know now. It was because I was I I was obsessed with his art when I was in middle school, and I remember looking up just like Akira Toriyama art. And because at that point, the only things I knew he had done were Sandland, Dragon Quest, and Dragon Ball. And I was going through, and then I saw that, like, the game cover art where it's Frog and the Princess and Chrono, and he's, like, attacking that monster. And I was like, what the fuck is this from? And then I was like, this isn't Dragon Quest because that frog would not exist in Dragon Quest. And I did all this searching, and I was like, what the fuck is a Chrono Trigger? And then I remember going to GameStop being like, what can I play Chrono Trigger on? And they were like, do you have a DS? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, the, the updated version of that is on there. And that was how I got into it. It was just because I knew of his art. That I Did you see, uh, I'll get back to Dragon Quest in a minute, but did you see the uh, Square Enix CEO was like, yeah, we're super down for more remakes because the Pixel Remasters did super well. You and, saw the leak, right? For Chrono Trigger HD 2D. That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, let's fucking go. It was, it was like a full expose. Like, yeah, it's being worked on right now. Like, they, I think in the thing, it actually said it was going to be closer to the Star Ocean one. Oh, let's fucking go. Which I'm, I'm excited for. That's going to be my first Star Ocean. I've been so, trying to, like, jump in. That is actually because, okay, I'll get back to Dragon Quest in a second, but one of the games that I started was Star Ocean The Divine Force, which I have on PS5. Did we see that from a Nintendo Direct? Yeah, Star Ocean... Second depart. What is it called? Uh, it, it, there's a two in the title, so I think second yeah, departure so might they be did, it. Well, because well, there's first, pretty much they remade the first two Star Ocean games. Uh, well, they're remaking the second one. Can you play the first one on Switch at all? Yeah, it's on there. Okay. The, so yeah, the, but um, I played the newest one, which is Divine Force, and whew, you can tell the budget was non-existent. Cause like that's the, how I feel playing Ease. <laughs> the way that game, well, Ease has a weird charm. I don't like them, but like it has this weird charm. I, I um, really like the Ease combat system. I, yeah, I guess I don't know. To me, like that that game is like borderline, just like like you know when people say like all action games are just mashing the same button. That's literally Ease to me. 
where it's like that is quite literally what that game is you do not have to do anything else to like get anything out of it and i'm like great cool whatever now granted ease has a deep combat system at least a nine nine's monster yeah, actually had like a nine nine took it to the next level but eight you know eight still a little lackluster yeah and but the, like the best one is e zero that was uh, Origin, right, on the Switch, I think? Is yeah, it? that's that's what I mean, Origin. Yeah. That one is fucking fantastic. I need to play that one, then, because I, I... doesn't fit in with the others, so you can play it whenever. Well, it's... Because the thing with East is that, like, the first few games was about a certain character. Then, like, I think three or four was about the the redhead dude. At all. At all. And then it's just straight up, each game is his adventure at this point in time. Yeah. And that was it. That's that's what the series has turned into, where the first ones were like about the gods and the Tower of Babel and all this bullshit, and they go, as this redhead kid that's, and his, his adventures. That's what Origin is. It's like you have to get to the top of the tower, and it's yeah. awesome. But uh, but yeah, no, uh, I played the like I played the prologue of Star Ocean, the Divine Force, and I was like, Jesus Christ, if this only looked a little better and had a better UI, because the gameplay's fine, but like like there's a little mini thing on the bottom screen that goes, hey, you got a potion. You know, this thing, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I have in my inventory. Like, the the sound mixing is so bad where I'm, like, attacking, and my character's saying, yeah, yeah, as he's speaking. And I'm like, fuck. And then finally, I'm like, I'm not playing this game. Fuck that. And that's when I got Dragon Quest after that. But Dragon Quest is great. Dragon Quest Eleven is phenomenal. I feel it, bad because it's like, I want to play all these other long-running RPG series, but it's like, they're, some of them are so fucking hard to play because they're not... None of them are on like concurrent consoles that you can play again. It's all like, oh, here's the latest entry, but you got to go back and buy like a fucking PS One. The to... fucking Legend of Heroes series. That is a goddamn nightmare. Everybody says the people who played it are like, this is one of the best JRPGs you will ever play. And I'm like, I bet because I played Trials of Cold Steel one and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, by the way, that's actually the seventh game in the chronological series that you should have played. And if you want to play three or four, those are pretty much the Avengers in-game and Infinity War equivalents where the characters from Legend of Heroes Trails of the Sky will show up and Legend of... I fucking hate that timeline. Like, fuck. I'm not, like... Un- unless they give me a comprehensive here's the whole collection on one system, I'm not touching I- that I'm series. really hoping for that. Um, the dot hack collection that they made was, like, one step in the right direction and then they didn't do the others, which kind of pisses me off. And then, like, Dragon Quest is a little more understandable because well, it's, you know, an anthology. Well, they're, they're, the, I think technically they're all in the same universe, but, like, they don't really call back to others in, like, a meaningful way that, like, sequels do. Yeah. Like, you can play Dragon Quest 1 and then go to play Dragon Quest 6, and then if you want to play an MMO, you can play 10. But, like, it's, and, then, that, and then play the side games. But that's why Monolith is such a good company. It's because they, they were like, oh, we don't want people to have to buy a Wii or a 3DS to understand what's happening in Xenoblade 3. Let's put everything on the same console so that everybody gets it. And, and I wish everybody X. else would just fucking do that, please. Well, and I, I guess I understand from a certain point, because, like, obviously remaking a game takes time and effort and money. I don't need remakes. I just need Ports. collections. That's why I'm excited for the Metal Gear Solid ports. That like and the then collections are going to... It's like, I can finally just play all of them on one system and be done. The Pixel Remaster Collection, that's a great thing to have. It's Dude... Not a lot of people do it. Apparently, it's, there's talk of doing 6 in the HD2D because the opera scene in 6... So if you play the game, it's, it's the Pixel Remaster start. Then the game just fades to black, and then the opera scene is the HD2D pit. And people... I remember seeing streamers' reactions were like, holy fuck. And I'm like, damn. 
Very interesting. And then and then they're straight up in like you know things where they're like, yeah, six would be a good one to remake. And I'm like, God, God dang it, do HD two D, please. What I what I really want is a new. I want Dissidia thirteen on Switch so that me and Luke can play it again. Just no, put that one on Steam and have it just be Steam Deck verified. Either way, just make a new Dissidia. Put Clive in there. Put Noctis in there. Clive better be in the new Dissidia. I What's hope Dissidia. A Final Fantasy Arena Fighter. Oh, okay. And it's like it's it's literally like every character from their respective games and their villain, and so they they brought them all in, and it's actually really fucking fun. Yeah, we we got some fucking time out of that game when we were. It was kids. PSP games, oh. yeah, and so we it was like System Link kind of shit. Yep. We, there was a youth retreat where we were both at, and like. Everybody else is out exploring the hotel, doing whatever. We're stuck in the room playing. Yeah, Dissidia. we were sitting on the edges of these like queen beds, like staring down at these screens. Both Zidane, both because Zidane was in the broken air. as shit. Yeah, but like that means that you had to use Zidane every time. So we did. I, I did. Uh, I got really good in Dissidio Twelve with was I think Grabranth the yeah the, the Twelve villain, the one where you had to charge There's Twelve Dissidias. Well, no, well, there's cycles. So, okay, it's, sorry. 12 is Final Fantasy 12, the villain from 12. Okay. But the games are just called Dissidia Final Fantasy, then Dissidia 012 Duodecum Final Fantasy. <laughs> that was the name of the game. Yes. Yeah. Square has fucking weird titles. I'm just going to so, be honest. Look at the fucking Dissidia's Kingdom Hearts there? series. There's two. Well, three, because they're, they're, they made an arcade, like an, an arcade actual game. arcade game that you could play in Japanese Technically arcades. four, because there's a, an RPG that's labeled Dissidia on the App Store. Oh, it's Opry Omni. Yeah, I've tried it. It's fun, but... That's not a true Dissidia game. It doesn't matter. But uh, they did two PSP games, and then like it was dead and dead for years. And then in Japan, they made it an arcade game that you could just play in arcades. And then they finally ported it to PS4s, and it was okay. And then way too late, they added in the Kingdom Hearts costumes. <laughs> yeah, they actually did. So you could get Cloud's Kingdom Hearts 1 costume, which was really cool. And then you could get Squall's Kingdom Hearts costume. And then they were like, this isn't different enough. So they gave him the Lionheart Keyblade. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. Not going to lie. But uh, yeah, no, it was just, it was like, it was their way of going like, we have all these characters, just have them interact. And they did. And it was actually kind of cool. So, but the reason they made two, like one's called O12 is because each, each like thing. So Dissidia's whole thing is they're breaking the cycle of war. You Uh, have the goddess of light and then chaos just kept dragging fighters from different universes. That's who they needed. Dissidia. Oh, yeah. Jack Garland. My bo- oh, God. If Chaos is the villain, he's the protagonist. Fuck off. Jack Garland. Jack, Clive, and Noctis is the protagonist. would be fucking awesome. Jesus Christ. That would be like the My Hero Kid sitting at the JoJo table. Oh, that'd be so fucking good. But, yeah. Um, Dragon Quest is great. I love that. I, I love it. And I'm, I'm hoping to beat it. I just remember that this game is long as shit. Like most RPGs, but, like, this one is... is it's the most traditional JRPG you can play. But the thing that I like about Dragon Quest is it's like an odyssey. So, like, it's episodic. You can do mm-hmm. things. And then it's like you still get satisfying conclusions throughout while still working towards the end goal. I'm just I'm just waiting to meet Jade. That where Because in S, they added a marriage thing. Because in the original game, from what I... In the PS4 one... You can you can get these affinity scenes, but it's like it's just that. That's another thing but I love in, about that game. In eleven S, they straight up went, okay, no, you can have like a paired marriage ending to this to these characters. So Matt, you wouldn't know anything about this, but when Dragon Quest eleven came out on PS4, it had like a MIDI soundtrack. Like they just 
you know, digitally composed all the music. Which is because the the current the the guy who makes Dragon Quest music is a like feminently racist Japanese man where he he hates Koreans. Uh. He, he straight up says that Japanese war crimes never happened, like that kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so they were like, we in in the U.S. They they were like, let's not use his soundtrack because they were. It was like one of these things where they're like, because even in Japan, people were like, like they tolerate him because his music is like so part of Dragon Quest. Yeah, they can separate the art from the artist because the art is good. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, mm. unlike the baby. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, they uh, they came out with it on PS4. It was pretty lackluster. In terms of the music, at least. And then they come out with the re-release on Switch, and the Switch version has, like, insanely more content than the PS4 one. Really? They remade the game fully in, like, the traditional 2D RPG style. So you can play it in the 3D or traditional 2D sprite-based stuff. And they actually had the... uh, Full orchestral soundtrack. It was, like, the Tokyo orchestra that yep. did it the tokyo metropolitan orchestra so and for for like a year the switch version was better than the ps4 version uh-huh. it's still better because the funny thing is the ps4 and xbox finally have it but it's not native to their systems it's just a port of the switch version mm. so like straight up they didn't go we're gonna give you all the content it's like no this is just we, we drag and drop the Switch version onto the new consoles, and it's kind of upscaled, but it is a lot more like like noticeable when your PS PS4 or, or Xbox are like pushing it to be like do better, and it starts to like oh shit. So yeah, you know what? Weirdly, the best case scenario of that is what is when you take a Vita game and you put it on Switch because they're in the same format. The Switch just has higher resolution, so you just turn up one of the scalers. It'd be great if Freedom Wars was not. God damn it. If Freedom Wars came out on Switch... What's Freedom Wars? It was, like, one of the Vita's exclusive games. And it was, like... There was, like, three that people bought the system for. It was Freedom Wars, Uncharted, and then Gravity Rush. Which Uncharted? It was, like, a prequel game that was just, like, here's an Uncharted game for the PS Vita. It's the longest Uncharted, though. Because they were, like, you can do whatever you want, just put it on the Vita. So it's got, like, 30 chapters. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But Freedom Wars, like, it's a really good, like, mission-based kind of thing. It's it's, it's kind of got, like, tie. It's like an action RPG, but it's kind of got some Monster Hunter vibes. Because, like, you're fighting these giant enemies a lot of the time. Um, I love that Monster Hunter Rise came out, and then Tokiden just has no reason to exist anymore. Did, did you see that Donkey put out a, another video for Uncharted? Yeah. That like, came out of nowhere. He did, like, a revisit for Uncharted Yeah, and 4. he was like... One of my favorite games, like top, top, like top 10 games. Damn. And he's like, I initially gave it like a three out of five. And he's like, going back to it, it's one of the best stories I've ever played. I wish the trilogy was on Steam because I'd love you to play You played four? Them. I haven't played a single Uncharted except for the for opening You've bit played of Uncharted. Uncharted. I played all of them. Then that would be a fun one for BJ to play because I love Uncharted. The thing, the thing Wait, is, what, Uncharted Which not one, one starts with him and that girl on the boat? Because Indiana Jones one. made me think of that too. One. Tech- Yes. One starts with a boat. Two is the two, train. And four three, starts with a boat. Four, well, four starts with a boat, Actually, but that, that's no, like no, the no. super... It, four it must have been not a, start with a boat. It's, four. It, well, no, it, it starts with the, the flashback, and then he's no, no. on a boat. boat. flashback. But they're about to dive. No, okay, that's one. One. Because four it's Himalaya, starts it's Himalaya, and then the, the shootout, right? Yeah. yeah. Four well, starts with the boat. They get... 
Yeah, flashback. And then flashback. But then he's back on a boat, but he's now in... in, in a different boat, well, earlier. He's, well, he's on a boat, but it's like, it, they're they're treating it like, oh, he's he's doing it again, but no, he's just working in the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it goes, it goes here in the timeline, then it goes way back, then it jumps a l- forward, but not until that first part. And then you have to go like 10 chapters in... To get to that point. To again, then yeah. you get, yeah. No, that'd be a good one. The problem is, is that like that's a game that I feel like we couldn't talk through a lot because that game is very cutscene heavy, and like we could make jokes, but I feel like there'd be points where it's like I don't know. All the climbing and exploring is 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 well, like right th- for that throughout the missions, yes. But like even then, they do the thing where like characters are talking to each other over gunfire and over whatever. And there's some really good lines in those moments. I would love to. Don't be wrong. I love Uncharted. I, I would love. I would also love to see. I will also love to see uh, we play those games and we'll actually watch the movie and see what y'all what what y'all think of that movie because I actually liked the Uncharted movie. It was fun. So. Okay. Okay. To fuck my idea, I guess. No. Fuck no. Me. No. I mean, like, no. It's fine. No, I just okay don't know about, about Uncharted. So okay. About you here. liking the Uncharted movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it was fun. Like I didn't really go in. I, I was going in expecting it to be shit. Like full, just like zero out of ten. I hate this. It's garbage. I walked out. I'm like, that was fun. Like good actors all around like it's not Sully and Nathan but like but it is Sully and Nathan it's not though I mean that's who they're trying to depict well that's the thing they're trying not good the only one who like but that's why I don't like it well this thing is like I went in I guess I went in with like zero expectations I was like well that wasn't complete shit (laughs) now granted after like the Mario movie and the Sonic movies I'm like oh we can actually you know do good video game movies that like respect the source material oh sick so now it's it's bumped and charted down more. I mean, the only Mario. thing I liked about it was Tom Holland. No, the the little cameo with uh, Nolan North. Yeah, so good. Where he's like, I did that, and they're like, okay, whatever, dude. Yeah, it's like cool, man. Whatever. What was, <laughs> what was the what was the thing? He he said like that happened. He said that that happened to me too. And yeah, there's got to like, be sure. some kind of David Hater shit in the Metal Gear movie, right? There better be. Like who who voiced him in five? Because it wasn't David. Wait, Hader. there's a there's a Metal Gear movie coming with out? Oscar Isaac <gasps> as Snake. As Snake, kind of good casting. If I was gonna me. say it's like if solid. HBO did that, I'd be stoked. I I think you put Hater in like a somewhat like a named role because because it's because it's 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 like a it's a Hollywood actor plays Snake in five. Yeah, because Kojima loves Hollywood actors. He's he's he has a there's biggest heart. Make, make David the Hater the fucking Colonel. Did y'all see the interview with Oscar Isaac and, um, not Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac and the guy who was in, uh, Diego Luna? Very good. It was after, after he did Andor. Was it the actors on actress thing? I'm so worried about Andor. I know, me too. The writer's strike is, is, and granted, again, they need to get paid, don't get me wrong. I know two people directly affected. My cousin who works, uh, on some shows for Netflix. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Jacqueline's well, boyfriend Donovan. Well, and that's is, the thing. Uh, that's that's what the writer strike is for, right? It's because like Netflix. The the reason writers what does Donovan do? I don't ne- think I've ever. Well, he's also like six foot seven. Remember that? Yeah. And so he's a bo- he's a an audio guy. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> that makes so much sense. He's a he's a boom be tall off. enough yeah. to be like yeah. Well, he I mean apparently he does a little bit more stuff than because he's been doing it for a long time. So he's like. He's getting like you know like uh, because like, like it starts type. with like just holding a boom, and so now he's like into more into like setting up audio and looking mm. at recordings and stuff like that. So he's moving up in the in the in the world because I think like eventually he wants to be kind of like a head of the uh, like audio kind of stuff, yeah. which is like super on track because apparently that's just the thing with movies. It everything is really scalable, like 
everyone starts out as a like a PA. A you start out I, super. I wish blown. every industry was like that. Yeah, you start out as PA, and then the more you stay in it, the more it happens, and it's just it's where you want to work and where do you want to end yeah. up like because Declan he would want to be ending, doing either like producing or like um, or like managing kind of stuff so he's right now just a PA uh, he was worked on or not now he's a PA but he uh, was a PA for there's that Netflix show with Rob Lowe um, and his son like Joseph Lowe anyways it was it, it's, it's just a Netflix show um, and it's great Declan I love it it's so good and uh wait is that the one are you talking about the one with rob schneider no rob Lowe, oh the guy who plays uh so the one with rob schneider real rob uh, is great in, in yeah, it's and not uh, i liked it guy in parks and rec you know, you know who rob Lowe is I, of course i know Lowe. who rob Lowe is the eternal vampire that will outlive us all <laughs> and perkins our overlord from the shadows rob Lowe. yeah okay i, I the i really do this because the the writer strike is apparently affecting Deadpool as well, even though they're still. Oh, have you seen the this. set photos? Yeah, dude. dude, dude everyone, no. Okay, coming in their. Oh pants. my god, the audio. <laughs> over. Do you Look see at that. the audio? Oh, oh. Everyone's coming in their pants. No, over, okay. Over the, the fact, the fact, that is, one picture of the comic. Oh no no! I'm not even talking about that. Like that what? picture's great. The fucking the fact that the scene they're filming is a destroyed 20th Century Fox logo with with Wolverine throwing Deadpool into it. That's not I, as good as the comic accurate. Well, they're in the Wolverine. costumes yeah, the in that costume. scene too. But like, I love that this movie I've is waited straight so up. So long. This movie is straight up giving everyone we, Wolverine. How does he look so fucking good? Well, I guarantee you, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Hugh Jackman looks exactly like he did 30 years ago, and I look like this. <laughs> yeah, you were a baby. You were. You I were, was a baby when he was. Well, yeah, I, well, I'm, 30 years ago, you were a, 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 a sperm in your dad's nuts. Yeah, I, I was a thought in my parents' head <laughs> when he was Wolverine, and now he's still Wolverine, and I've got like back problems and shit. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, like, because that was the reason he had like quit Wolverine. Was he's like, I don't want to like keep. Doing like having to keep up with that because like he like he was well, that, if they had had him in the costume this whole time it wouldn't be a problem because they could I, pad the fucking costume. I wonder how much of it because like his Wolver the Comic Wolverine costume doesn't have sleeves. This one does. I'm like I bet you those sleeves are padded because he's like I don't want to like get super jacked again for this shit. I mean it, and I wouldn't be surprised because they, like because he was dehydrating I don't himself. Know, this, this is a realistic comic accurate. Because well, yeah. I, I, I don't know why he wouldn't have sleeves well, in the first place. He, well, the thing is, he, because he got like almost like unhealthily like. Yeah, jacked. but now I feel like there's such a fast track and such a system to be like, you need to look like a superhero. But this, I, this is what we do. He, like, he's it's like he's here's the, the supplements you take. Well, see, he here's the, the regiment. Here's the food that we give you every day to eat. Like, I wish I could. I wish I could just get that for like a year. Yeah, a year. They do it in like. They do it three in less. months. Yeah, it's like... Well, I, for three months, I would love to live with fucking uh, Ant-Man and have him show me how to do it. Well, I would love just someone to put out, like, a, a list of, like, this is what you have to do. And, like, I would probably could... Well, not probably could. The Henry Cavill if, workout. If we all like, stayed here for a month and we just, like, <laughs> held each other to it, we could do it. Dude, actually, low-key, Carmen and I, we, we, we had a, a good conversation about, you know, uh, physical health and stuff like that. And we, because we have a membership at the Y, because she's a teacher, so it's ridiculously cheap. Not the ride, the the rec center in Spring Hill. <laughs> and um, I was like, honestly, I work out a lot, 
if we just had memberships there they're just like a lot they're more expensive than paying 30 bucks for half a year for like six months yeah <laughs> and um and so we're gonna we're gonna try it out for a month to see if it's worth it if we get our money's worth but it's it's right there i mean when me and luke were doing it at the rec center we would just go and they'd be like, all right, it's a dollar to work out for the day. Yeah. Yeah. And we do that like three times it just, a week. It's like, I don't, I get home from work I'm, I'm doing, doing physical labor <clears throat> and I don't want to have to drive. At least you get some physical labor out of that. Like most, I, I mean, I, my like, weights like always stayed the same for like the past like two years. I, I've, I've been the same exact weight since I was like It's 18. like I can maintain my weight and I can drop if I want to. I, I, I have, just, I, I've gotten I progressively don't. heavier until I started the diet. Then I lost weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to go back because the thing is I haven't been back to the gym since like moving. Uh huh. I I I got a gym membership at Planet Fitness just to have something, and I'm gonna start going after work, like four times a week, yeah. just because I need to. But well, we'll see if they give us a sweet deal on mm. a bunch of people because maybe I bet they will. Then we can we we can all three go. But yeah, that comic accurate. Like the fact that we got a tease of that at the <sighs> end of the, as a deleted scene of bots. the Wolverine. Yeah. yeah, and have a sweet calendar, deep cum gutters. <laughs> Fuck, deep cum gutters. Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, the V. I almost just want to bleep out that whole thing. It feels so <laughs> gross. I just want my whole body to be an arrow that points at my dick and balls. It's like chiseled everything. You're like, look at this, just tiny. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm excited for Deadpool three. I hope I hope the writer strike didn't fuck it too much because they sodomy with the dog. <laughs> That's still so good. It's such a good edit. So good. Nah, I'm I'm excited for Deadpool. I'm actually I'm not too hyped for most superhero things anymore. Yeah, like, the- I'm excited for Superman Legacy because I'm like, all right, J- James Gunn hasn't like fucked me over yet. I most love everyone movies. is considering Guardians three the end of the MCU. It's fucking awesome. I, that movie just, Guardians like, has always been good because it's James Gunn. Because they typically just let him do whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's Guardians why Three was good. aggressively like because he left or got and fired. Now he's on the chair for MC, the DC. DC, yeah. So and he's direct- which means DC is gonna be dope. Yeah, which well, I've waited so long. At for. the very least, he's gonna let directors do what they want because uh, the guy who did um, Logan, oh. well, the guy who did Logan, is doing Swamp Thing. Uh, he's directing Superman Legacy. Andy Muschietti, the guy who did The Flash and the two It movies, do you think is, he is would doing do, Batman. James and, Gunn would do a good Batman? No. I don't think so either. I think he'd James good, Gunn would do a really good Batman and Robin. Well, I was going to say he'd do a really good Nightwing. Yeah, I think that would be incredible. But I feel like Nightwing's too dark. Nightwing? Nightwing's you know a lot. Night, of, um, Nightwing's, Nightwing's a, out there popping his pussy on the street. No, I'm thinking of... Um, Man is the most caked up I'm DC character Red, in I'm thinking of Red Hood. Red, yeah, Red Hood. You'd need that. Would be yeah. That would have to be like. That's, sorry, I, was I would love. Red. I think for Red Hood, because again, because apparently we, we're getting a Batman and Robin movie that's already just set in Batman's lifetime. So like, from what we can gather, James has said that like well, the Bat family a, exists. If James Gunn did Gotham Knights, it would be perfect. Do you think? Isn't there like another like, like the sequel to the Batman? Well, yeah. So the that's way going to be a trilogy. Yeah. Oh, trilogy. The way they presented it was that they're still going to do non-canon shit. Like people, like a director can have an idea, which is what saved the comics. Yeah, <laughs> they should have done this the whole time. Um, they're going to let people just if someone has an idea for a Batman movie or a Joker movie or a Superman whatever, they're going to let the director do it. They're just going to very much say this is not canon. Mm-hmm. It's a standalone. And they're I, still going to let those happen. In Discord, we watched uh, uh, 
The Dark Knight. Great and movie. It's such a good movie. Great and it movie. also, like... It's not a good Batman movie, but it's a very good, like... I don't know, because, like, Batman Begins, I think, is a better Batman movie, but, like, The Dark Knight is still just... I mean, I think it's a good... Well, because it, it's... it's When you actually break down Batman as a character, he's not... But it's, it's 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 more it's, about the the the. It's I'd a very, say I say it's, a, it's it's sure I'll agree with that. It's not good. It's not a good Batman, but it's a really good. It's a really good Gotham go, movie. Go, Gotham. I was gonna say Gordon and Joker. Yes, it's a really it, good Gordon. Gordon and jo- is it, as much as I love like Batman. Yeah, Gordon's the main. Gordon and Harvey Dent <laughs> are the main. <laughs> I thought Matt just ripped ass. <laughs> it's just this shitty leather chair that's broken. Shut up! I love this chair. You know what would help. That chair situation is if we got rid of it and ordered something from chairsforgaming.com. That's right. <laughs> Use code take it sleazy for ten percent off chairs, the number four gaming. And you know what's gonna help you to build that chair? Add the long hours to build it from from the box of nothing to Well, it doesn't buildable. Sorry. But it doesn't take <laughs> I know. Think, think it, it doesn't take hours. It doesn't it, it takes, takes about five minutes. <laughs> five minutes to unbox it. But it takes negative amounts of time to build this chair. <laughs> Because you're drinking your dummy. <laughs> Our favorite sponsor. You've heard us talk a lot about it. It's so good. They've got no more dubby. Send us more. We we have a new can of dubby over oh, there. Do? I, yeah, I saw. It, for sure. Yeah. We do. But I need to order more because it's so good. No artificial color, colors. No natural. Jitters, dog. By the way. Natural stuff. No jitterless. It's good. Get it. Keep an eye out on W.GG. Because they're starting to do creator shakers. I didn't tell you that. They have creator shakers. And these guys are... Nobodies. Nobodies. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. if you want to support the side quests... And, and possibly get a side quest shaker. They, so, apparently, they're 150 run. Uh, like, only 150 shakers. Do we get... Some like because it's our shaker. I don't know, but I'd order like ten. Well, yeah, yeah. No, just order the whole stock. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sells out in a day. It's like holy shit! Wow, you guys are really popular. Do you want like more stuff? <laughs> We're just like holding them all. Just you like- want a flavor? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we love Dubby. But uh, anyways, yeah, Dark Knight's a really good Gordon and Joker movie. Well, because like the thing is, what? Because honestly, Batman is the most sidelined character in that whole movie. Because it's Joker, Harvey Dent, and Gordon. They're the they're the main character, which is the point of the movie because he's like someone else needs to be, yeah, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, good. He took, I, he took down two hundred criminals without like a mask. <laughs> I, I I love the dark. Right, y'all. That that's a really good two face. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, the, I make my own luck, and and then finally he actually in the very when he's two face he actually does from the burn side he actually doesn't he actually leaves it to chance because that's what chaos is fair yeah oh it's it's like it's such a little chair character change where before he makes his own luck and now he leaves everything to chance and you're like it's one of those things where it's why i've liked the batman because like paul dano set what people are going to look at the riddler as Mm -hmm. for a while um same with like that's what people think of two-face heath ledger's what people are going to think of joker like they, I'm, I'm that, so glad to see Paul Dano again. Again, my favorite is Little Miss Sunshine. You, and I was like, it's so hard to see. But then you see like he's just such a good actor mm-hmm. that yeah. you're like, oh. Did you I see what see. was the movie Prisoners with him and uh, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal? I think it's Prisoners or something. Yeah. It's him, Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal in one movie together. And it's actually fucking great. Well, then there's Swiss dope. Army Man, which yep. is a weird movie. <laughs> Really weird movie. Yeah, because it's 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 uh it's isn't it? It's Paul Dana, right? And and uh Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yep. But Harry Potter is literally a dead corpse who 
so he talked to him. Yeah, so it's essentially the whole movie is <laughs> well, it, they kind of like make you think like, oh, is that what happened? Like, but essentially what it is that he goes starts going crazy on an island with a dead another dead person that washes up on this island with him, and he starts going crazy. So the dead person's like starts speaking to him. Yeah, but then there's stuff that happens that you're like. Doesn't someone have to jack him off or some? Well, like, like there's a, a part where like joke? he like he he uses his farts uh, to like the but you know to like do things the the dead body. So uh, what's Harry Potter's name? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe like uses the dead farts and uh, like he's jet skiing on top of Daniel Radcliffe, and you're like this this I mean this this you know can't this obviously can't be like real, and then but then like other stuff and. But it's a it's a really funny weird movie, so. No, I I'm I'm excited for DC Future because it's James Gunn as like the creative head. Uh-huh. He's got Peter Safran, who's pretty much going to be like the money guy. He's pretty much going to make all the executive like decisions and like <clears throat> all the stuff that like the corporate suits want to see. Whereas James gets to be like, I make all the creative controls, uh-huh. and I'm like, that's genius. Have sure. two people because like not everyone can be like the Kevin Feige who made the MCU what it is, and because like. <clears throat> The reason the most recent MCU's phases have been shit is because they've done too much. Because you can tell Kevin Feige, for a lot of those stuff, has just been like, he walked in, oh, uh, yeah, everything looks good, cool, I'm out. I have to go back to this next one. And he's just moving around too much. Whereas, like, when Avengers, like, Endgame and all that were coming out, you could tell, like, the vision was clear. This is where they were going. Like, this is what it was. And then the, the next one was like, I don't know, throw a bunch of shit, see what sticks, and we'll go with that. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, that didn't work. And then DC now is going to take a year off. The only movie we're getting next year is Joker 2. And then, really? Yeah, that's the only movie that's coming out for DC. Uh, with Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga. And it's a musical. I bet this is going to be great. I'm, is Lady I'm, Gaga I'm, Harlequin? Yep. Oh, that's going to be so good. It's going to be so right. fucking great. Who is um, the director for that? It's the uh, same guy for the first one. Um, well, yeah. He did the Hangover trilogy. Uh, that's so weird because it was like... Fucked. It's a dark comedy. It's like, there's so, sh- there's shit that you laughed so at. I, you that, feel so bad for laughing at. See, seeing the Joker movie in theaters was my Joker moment. Me and I, I think I've told this story in the podcast before. Me and Devin went to see it together, and everybody was really nervous going into it because there was a precedent of like, if you go to a DC movie, you're gonna get shot. Well, especially because so, <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises had the yeah the, the redheaded shooter who went in to you know dress as the Joker did the thing yeah. But we go in there, everybody is like extremely sad through the whole movie. But then Joker does this like jump scare to the midget or whatever, and all this other shit. And me and Devony are fucking dying laughing, <laughs> and all these people are looking at us like, "What the fuck? Are these the ones? Are they gonna kill us?" It was yeah. Joker. Well, that's the thing that I love. Uh, Todd Phillips. That's his name. Okay. Um, it because the, the Joker over three was his Joker moment. Yeah, probably that shit was not good. No, he had a public breakdown. Oh, did he? Yeah, on Twitter, he was like, "You fuckers don't understand comedy." Well, and he like deleted his whole presence. He well, that was the thing is he he the reason he made Joker the way it was because he he straight up said, "I don't think you can make a comedy in movies anymore," and so he made the Joker, <laughs> which I, I like, kind of agree with <clears throat> in a weird way. Well, because. Most comedies, like, what was it, uh, you know, a- Adam Devine was in a, in a new movie, and he said, like, you can't make it just a comedy. It's got to be an action comedy or, like, something comedy. You can't just make a standard comedy movie anymore. Which sucks. When we make the side quest movie, it's going to be pure comedy. I, I feel like it's going to be, like, how Workaholics did the Workaholics movie. They did, did a Workaholics movie? Yeah. Didn't I mean, it not come out? No. The se- well, the first one, 
there was one where they all worked in the hotel, but it wasn't the Workaholics movie. It was oh, like, but it was just the three, the yeah, three Game yes. Over Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then they tried with was it Hulu or Paramount? I think it was Paramount. They were like it was one of their exclusives, and then they killed it. Yeah. And and like it was outraged by the community. So well, yeah, because Workaholics is great. So good. But um. I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited just because like we're getting the things we because did you did you guys see the 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 slate release where they said what the, what's coming out for no. what DC? No, we got Superman, a Batman and Son movie with Damien. So that's gonna be the Batman movie. <clears throat> we got Superman, Woman of Tomorrow, or Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, the which is a great comic. You should go read. Um, <clears throat> Swamp Thing is coming out. We got Creature Commandos, which is an animated series about just random fucking weirdos. We've got <clears throat> sorry. I think Blue Beetle technically counts. They're counting it as part of the new I'm, slate. I'm excited to see Blue Beetle. It looks fun. I'm very excited for that. Uh, the Have you seen the Blue Beetle burger? Oh, God. From it's Burger blue. King. Oh, what was, the, what was the black burger? What was that one from? Was that, was that the Spider-Verse one? Or Venom? Something like that. That one I looked at and went, that doesn't even look anywhere advertising. The Grimace Shake. I love the memes for that. Yes. It's just, like, it's so I, I showed Kevin, and he was like, I don't understand this at it all. It feels like extreme capitalism, <clears throat> how they spun that around. It's Yeah. It just, it's like, it's so, it's, it's Marketing just so teams weird. are starting it's just to. It's a weird phenomenon. That I mean, happens. I fucking love Grimace, okay? I, I'll put that out there right now. I don't have any beef with Grimace. I love Grimace. I own a Grimace toy from that Art McDonald set, and I love Grimace. But the Grimace shake was funny. I, I say that like it's the Harlem Shake, and then they were like, "No, we need to be, we need to make people sympathetic for Grimace, like it's the Wendy's Twitter or something." What started this meme? Because it's everybody dying. Like they start the Grimace Shake and then it, sh- it shows them like dead. The with guy the that started it, they sent like a bunch of Grimace birthday like swag to, but then everybody was just like, "Let's roll with this." Yeah, Strawberry Milk did one that made me extremely uncomfortable. Have you seen that one? No. Where the guy spits it at her face? All right, I'm good. Yeah. I'll pull it up after this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Well, anything else I want to bring up or are we? No. No. I'm okay. ready to hang. Yeah. I need to go get some nicotine from somewhere. Somewhere in the ether. <laughs> somewhere out there. And as always. Take it sleazy.